You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. It sounds a little weird. It's on, it's on Coast to Coast AM. They were there to take me. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette. Democrats will get their briefing today. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A small group from the House will go to the White House the day after Republicans got their briefing. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. President Trump, you lose either way. He says either his administration failed to tell him about what Russia was reportedly doing in Afghanistan, paying the Taliban to target U.S. soldiers, or he did nothing about it. The White House insists the president was not told. Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe says the leak of all this to the media is a crime. Ratcliffe also saying they're investigating the intelligence. As the AP reports this morning, top White House officials were aware of Russian bounties as early as 2019, but noting those officials did not consider the assessment particularly urgent, given that Russian meddling in Afghanistan was not a new occurrence. Fox's Griff Jiggins, the coronavirus keeps resurging with record new cases in part of the South and West. A lot of people came out in Memorial Day, which is about four weeks ago, three and a half to four weeks ago, and we're out on the beaches and in the bars. White House Task Force Dr. Anthony Fauci told the Fox News Rundown podcast we're now seeing the effect of that, prompting more than a dozen states to close bars and gyms or pause reopenings, including New Jersey. Governor Phil Murphy not allowing indoor dining Thursday anymore. We have lived through hell in the state to get to where we are of the rates of transmission and spot positivities. Everything we do is to keep that progress. The fired Atlanta police officer charged with murder and the killing of Rayshard Brooks, who resisted arrest, has a court hearing the day after four officers charged in George Floyd's much-protested death in Minneapolis appeared in court with the judge issuing a warning. No more leaks or public interviews which could prejudice the case. The judge threatened to issue a gag order and repeatedly expressed his interest in potentially relocating the Floyd murder trial outside of Hennepin County. That's Fox's Matt Finn. America's listening to Fox News. There's never been a more critical time. Fox News Media is bringing America together. America is watching news and fearless debate on Fox News Channel. We're invested in you from Wall Street to Main Street to your street with Fox Business. America is listening wherever you are on radio and podcasts. Trending the stories you need anytime you want online. And Fox Nation streaming the entertainment that celebrates America. Fox News Media, America's News, and much more. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, it's the Fox News Rundown. A deeper dive into the major and controversial stories. Tapping into the massive reporting resources of Fox News to provide a full picture of the news of the day. You'll hear a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Going far beyond the headlines. You know, I want people to know the truth. Nobody owns me. I want to do my job the same way, no matter who I work for. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. America's listening to Fox News. It is primary election day in three states, Colorado, Oklahoma, and Utah, where it's a mail-in vote. Uncle Sam wants you. If you're between 17 and 34 years old, the Army starting a three-day national hiring event trying to recruit a lot of new soldiers. Securing America. The United States Army Recruiting Command says the goal is to sign up 10,000 new soldiers to work in a variety of fields, such as engineering, science, and technology. 
24 hours a day, seven days a week, we work to defend our homeland. Recently, we led the Department of Defense's COVID-19 response efforts. If you want to join a fantastic team and serve America in one of over 150 career choices, then join us. Lieutenant General Laura Richardson with U.S. Army North says some recruits may be eligible for bonuses and student loan repayment. To learn more, go to GoArmy.com slash hiring days. Rachel Sutherland. Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are mixed. So are markets overseas. The day after big gains when the Dow surged up nearly 600 points, the Nasdaq rose 117. Spring training starts tomorrow in Major League Baseball ahead of the season's start later in July. They've been playing for a while in Korea with no fans, and that may soon change. South Korea's professional baseball league saying it'll require fans to wear masks and sit at least one seat apart and ban them from eating food in the stands. The league is preparing to bring fans back in the coming weeks in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic. Teams will only be allowed to sell 30% of the seats for each game. Fans also will be screened for fevers and discouraged from shouting, singing, and cheering. They'll also be allowed to only drink water or non-alcoholic beverages. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. Hockey is getting ready to restart. The 26 NHL players have tested positive for coronavirus the past three weeks. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. This is America in the Morning from Westwood One News. I'm John Trout. It's Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. Coming up on America in the Morning. The House passes a bill to shore up the Affordable Care Act while Republicans blast it. Government control with rationing. I'm Lindy Kenyon in Washington. The White House is encouraged by developments on the coronavirus front. We're aware that there are embers um, that need to be put out. I'm Terry Moore. The White House says the Russia Taliban bounties for killing Americans' intelligence has not been verified. I'm Bob Costantini in Washington. A strict abortion law has been ruled on by the nation's highest court. I'm Nadia Romero with the latest on the ruling and why a conservative court justice shocked abortion rights opponents. Stocks are coming off a rally as we begin the last trading day of the first half of the year today. I'm Jessica Ettinger. I'm Jim Bohannon with that pandemic still in just a moment. All ahead on America in the Morning. Seven minutes after the hour, the House takes steps to counter President Trump's recent efforts to abolish Obamacare. Correspondent Linda Kenyon has that. On this vote, the yeas are 234, the nays are 179. The bill is passed. 
It was a mostly party-line vote to pass the Patient Protection Affordable Care Enhancement Act. Democratic Representative Bobby Scott outlined what the bill aims to do. This bill makes improvements to the Affordable Care Act by reducing premiums, expanding coverage to families. Representative Scott also says the bill lowers the cost of prescription drugs. Those on the other side have criticized reduced prices because uh, they potentially could reduce investments in research. But this bill offsets any such reductions with significant increases in investments in research at the National Institute of Health. And Scott says Americans deserve a break on the cost of their medications. Americans pay twice as much, three times as much as 10 times more than those in other countries pay for the exact same drugs. Republican Virginia Fox says the bill doesn't accomplish any of the things the Democrats say it does. No innovation investment or solutions, just more of the failed status quo from House Democrats, which will go nowhere. Republican Greg Walden echoed those sentiments. Here we are wasting time on a partisan bill that has zero chance of becoming law. This is no way to govern at any time, but especially in a pandemic. Democrats brought up the bill because of the coronavirus pandemic. They acted just days after the Trump administration argued before the Supreme Court that the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare should be invalidated. If the administration succeeds, some 20 million people will lose their health insurance in the midst of the pandemic. Democrat Frank Fallone says that's why his caucus had to act. The Patient Protection and Affordable Care Enhancement Act lowers health care and prescription drug costs, expands coverage for millions of Americans, and reverses the Trump administration's years-long effort to undermine Americans' access to quality and affordable health care. Representative Scott says the bill also protects patients with pre-existing conditions. We've heard criticisms, but no description of a better alternative. President Trump has often said he would protect coverage for pre-existing conditions but has not offered any proposal to accomplish that. But Representative Fox says what Democrats are proposing is both wrongheaded and backwards. What they do guarantee is government control with rationing. Fox could be right when she says the bill is going nowhere because it is highly unlikely that the Republican-controlled Senate would even put it to a vote. And if, in the unlikely event, it were to pass in the Senate, President Trump has vowed to veto it. Linda Kenyon, Washington. 10 after, despite spikes in a number of states, the White House is encouraged about the state of the ongoing coronavirus outbreak. Terry Moore reports. Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany said this during a news briefing. We're encouraged to see that fatalities are coming down, that this Sunday, I believe, we had our lowest fatality rate since, um, I believe it was March 22nd, so late March. She was pressed about coronavirus surges in more than a dozen states notably Florida, Texas, and Arizona. We're aware that there are embers um, that need to be put out. McEnany was pressed again about President Trump's refusal to wear a face mask. So I talked to the president before coming out here. Um, he, it's his choice to wear a mask. It's the personal choice of any individual as to whether to wear a mask or not. He encourages people to make whatever decision is best for their safety. But he did say to me he has no problem with masks and to do whatever your local jurisdiction requests of you. Meantime, at the Capitol, New York Democratic Congressman Hakeem Jeffries. The administration's response to the COVID-19 crisis has been an unmitigated disaster. There are now more than 2.5 million confirmed cases of coronavirus in the U.S., and the death rate has exceeded 125,000. I'm Terry Moore in Washington. It's 11 past. Intelligence leaders will back up President Trump 
The White House says that he was not briefed about what Russia is alleged to have done, offering bounties for Americans killed in Afghanistan. The latest from our White House correspondent, Bob Costantini. It was still up in the air, according to White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany, of whether there is any truth to the baseline story reported by the New York Times that Russia was offering to pay bounties to Taliban militants in Afghanistan for killing American service members. True or not, one thing she wanted to make clear. The CIA director, NSA, National Security Advisor, and the Chief of Staff can all confirm that neither the President nor the Vice President were briefed on the alleged Russian bounty intelligence. With the word alleged, McEnany going along with a presidential tweet from late Sunday night, where Mr. Trump said the intelligence community did not find the bounty reports to be credible. As some committee leaders from Congress were being briefed close by, White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany suggesting there was no need to tell President Trump in March about accusations against Russia that might not be true at all. There is no consensus within the intelligence community on these allegations, and in effect, there are dissenting opinions from some in the intelligence community with regards to the veracity of what's being reported, and the veracity of the underlying allegations continue to be evaluated. So suspect is the raw intelligence, McEnany indicating the president still has not been briefed on it. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi is demanding an all-members briefing at the Capitol. And by the way, the high confidence, forget that. I mean, in other words, if you have something of that threat to our troops, you pursue it. Certain committee Democrats will be briefed today by the White House since GOP members heard details yesterday. But Republican Jim Banks, congressman from Indiana and member of the Armed Services Committee, tweeted, I just left the White House where I was briefed by Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and top intelligence officials. They discussed New York Times hit piece falsely accusing President Trump of ignoring reports that Russia placed bounties on American soldiers in Afghanistan. Bob Costantini, Washington. It's 14 minutes after the hour. Coming up, the Supreme Court tackles the abortion issue. When America in the Morning returns after these messages. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, there it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text BELT to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BELT to 42424. That's BELT to 42424. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. 
What are we gonna do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. <sighs> are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. 16 minutes after the hour on America in the Morning, AccuWeather.com meteorologist Dan Patanowski has weather. Showers and thunderstorms will remain quite active across portions of central, northern, and eastern New England today. There's a large upper-level low-pressure area that continues to sit and spin over the region. And that, combined with a relatively warm air mass in place, is setting off numerous showers and thunderstorms so across Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, down through Boston and Providence. It'll be another active day in terms of shower and thunderstorm development. Now, farther south, the New York City area, there could be an isolated thunderstorm this afternoon, but it will not be as active around New York as it is in places farther north and northeast. Once you get down into D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, it should be dry today. However, farther south in the tidewater of Virginia, eastern North Carolina, so uh, places such as Raleigh and Richmond, there could be an isolated thunderstorm this afternoon. Looking pretty dry across the deep south today and in Florida as well. Nothing more than an isolated thunderstorm. But there could be heavy drenching showers and thunderstorms today across the Ohio Valley in the mid-Mississippi Valley as well. So Memphis, uh, Nashville, up to Cincinnati and Indianapolis. It could be pretty active today in terms of shower and thunderstorm development. A storm system moving through the northern plains could bring some strong to severe thunderstorms to parts of the eastern Dakotas, western Minnesota, uh, down through eastern Nebraska, western Iowa, and northern Missouri as well, dry across much of the western United States today. And that's the weather across America. Partly sunny, breezy, hot, and humid in Dallas today, the high 97. Clouds, some sun, hot, and humid in Minneapolis, high 90. That's the nation's weather. I'm AccuWeather.com meteorologist Dan Padanowski. The nation's high and low temperature, 108 at Rio Grande Village, Texas, 26 at Sun Valley, Idaho. This is America in the Morning. I'm John Trout. It's 18 past. A controversial abortion law has been struck down by the Supreme Court. Correspondent Nadia Romero has the latest. Abortion rights opponents taking to the steps of the nation's highest court after Supreme Court justices ruled in a close 5-4 to four vote that Louisiana's strict abortion law barring doctors from performing abortions unless they had admitting privileges at a nearby hospital is unconstitutional. Conservative Chief Justice John Roberts shocked pro-life advocates by tipping the scale and again siding with his liberal counterparts. Louisiana's Governor John Bell Edwards responded to the ruling in a statement saying, While I voted for the law in question and am disappointed, I respect the U.S. Supreme Court's decision and trust that Louisiana and our nation will continue to move forward. In Washington, I'm Nadia Romero reporting. It's 19 past. Who's getting sick now with coronavirus? And morning business when America in the Morning returns after these messages. Texting.
texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men over 40, is your body feeling soft and not as lean? Are you losing your energy, drive, or even your passion? If so, you could be feeling the loss of growth hormone. The reality is, as early as 25, your natural production of GH begins to significantly slow down, which means you start slowing down. Well, listen to this. New GH Boost from Nugenics is the world's first and only non-prescription supplement that safely supercharges your body's GH production at night when it naturally occurs. Clinical studies show the ingredients in GH Boost can increase your body's own GH levels more than 100% in just the first 90 minutes. And right now, Nugenics is letting every man in America try a complimentary two-week sample by texting ACTIVE to 321321 now. Get GH Boost and get your swagger back at the gym and in the bedroom. It's killing it at GNC, but you can only get your sample by texting ACTIVE to 321321. That's A-C-T-I-V-E to 321321. Text ACTIVE to 321321. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. And there it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testofin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text BELT to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BELT to 42424. That's BELT to 42424. 21 after the hour, this is America in the Morning. CNBC's Jessica Edinger reminds us in business we are turning the page on a new month. Welcome to the last trading day of the month and of the first half of the year. We'll have some first half data for you tomorrow morning. Stocks are coming off a rally. The Dow was up 500 points, mostly because of Boeing. Its revamped 737 MAX jet had a successful test flight yesterday. More state economies slowing down in the pandemic as New Jersey's the latest state to pause its reopening. Houston, Texas has a soaring number of COVID-19 cases. Here's the CEO of Houston's Methodist Hospital, Dr. Mark Boom on CNBC. It is spreading rapidly through Houston. We need to get this virus under control. When the virus gets out of control, Bad things happen. People die, unfortunately, and the economy ends up in shambles, whether it's through government action or whether it's just simply through everything shutting down as the virus spreads. Duncan Hines, Vlasic Pickles, Slim Jims, all made by ConAgra, and those brands will not be advertised on Facebook. The company joined Adidas and Reebok, Ford, Best Buy, Clorox, Starbucks, and so many more in the Stop Hate for Profit movement. Facebook and its communications vice president tweeted, the company can't get rid of all hate speech. Las Vegas show Cirque du Soleil has filed for bankruptcy protection. Apple will save some money and sell phone chargers separately. They're not going to come in the box when you buy a new iPhone later this year. That's according to Apple Insider. Facebook this week, who will be the next social media giant facing an ad backlash? Well, they're all paying really close attention, and one decided to do something about it. Headed off at the pass. Google's YouTube just flat out announced it's banning neo-Nazi Klan leader David Duke, white supremacist Richard Spencer, and the affiliated group American Renaissance, and more, and all of their videos. 23 After, there's Jessica Edinger of CNBC.
Many states are seeing a surge in the number of those infected with coronavirus, but who's getting sick may surprise you. Britt Conway has details. As coronavirus spread rapidly around the world and to the U.S., the focus was on keeping people with other risk factors safe, those who are older and have underlying health conditions. But now, months in, several states are seeing their largest numbers of single-day infections on record. One big reason, according to experts, infections among young people. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Dr. Jay Butler is worried younger people aren't taking the virus seriously. He says they aren't as healthy as they think they are, pointing out the high rate of obesity in young people. They're also at risk of spreading it to those who need to be protected. I'm Britt Conway. 24 after the hour. This is America in the Morning. And up next, hot sellers amid the coronavirus outbreak when we return after these messages. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-501-3689 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-501-3689 for your free author submission kit. Again, 800-501-3689. This is John Greenhut, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades wider teeth, and in seven days, six shades. Even better, there's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-679-0969. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. This is why you work so hard to pay the mortgage. Because home is more than four walls and a roof. It's that port swing on a summer night. It's pajamas with feet and everybody over for Sunday dinner. And that old stuffed chair in the living room you just can't get rid of. This is why you work a second job. This is why you learn to fix things yourself so you can save on repairs. Because home is your place, your memories. Your family sleeping in their own beds at night. And that is why we want to help. We are making home affordable, a free government resource that can make paying the mortgage easier. And now even more options are available. Call 888-995-HOPE today. That's 888-995-HOPE. Or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Good night, Mama. This is why. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5. Depend on it. With America in the morning, Jim Bohannon marches us out of the last day of the month on the offbeat. With that pandemic hanging around like unwanted holiday guests, we do seem to be adjusting. Among the companies doing really well these days, outdoor children's toys, swings, trampolines, and so on. Bicycle sales reached an all-time record in May. We're buying more gardening plants and equipment, and there's a three-month waiting list for above-ground swimming pools. 
Are you bored enough to take up astronomy? July beckons as a pretty good month with dueling meteor showers, Jupiter and Saturn as close to Earth as they can get, and a lunar eclipse the night of the 4th of July, visible across North America from roughly 11 p.m. till 2 a.m. Eastern time, with peak viewing around 12.30 a.m. Eastern the night of the 4th. The weekend of June 20th, the top-grossing movie theater in the country was the Ford Wyoming Theater in Dearborn, Michigan, a drive-in with over $127,000 in ticket sales. Indeed, the top five grossing theaters in North America, including two in California, one in Ohio, and one in Ontario, Canada, were all drive-ins. And then there's the axe-throwing business, in which people pay for the privilege of throwing axes. At Axe Throw Company of San Diego, which just opened in December, they're reopening, but with constant disinfecting and temperature checks and free axe throwing for first responders. Or if your idea of recreation tends to be a bit more cutting edge, be advised that Amsterdam Holland's red light district is getting the green light. And the new Society for Wellness, or just the initials, is a reopened group sex club in New York City's Soho District, where they're checking temperatures, offering hand sanitizer, and demanding folks bring a change of clothes, even though COVID-19 may be the least of your infection worries. The Offbeat, I'm Jim Bohannon. America in the Morning for June 30th, 2020, is produced by Tom DeLac. Our senior producer, Kevin Delaney. I'm John Trout, Westwood One News. Are you looking to hire an IT specialist or a logistics expert, a medical technician, or a security professional? Well, there are some very qualified candidates out there. America's wounded warriors. These men and women returning from battle are eager to get back to life at home and a good job. Some have wounds you can see, and some have wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. For these accomplished professionals, Wounded Warrior Project has developed the Warriors to Work program a career counseling service that helps wounded warriors translate their military experience to the civilian workplace. These warriors have world-class job skills and a unique perspective on teamwork. And to ensure proper placement for each individual, Wounded Warrior Project works with employers to find just the right candidate for the job. When your company is looking to hire talented, highly trained employees, contact Wounded Warrior Project at findwwp.org. Welcome home the brave. It's the bottom of the hour. Now, the top stories from KPL965.com. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on Acadiana's Morning News. It is 530 and our high today, 91 degrees. Your full forecast from the KTC Storm Team 3 Weather Lab is coming up at 6 o'clock. Louisiana tacked on another 845 cases of COVID-19 yesterday, bringing the grand total to just over 57,000. Hospitalizations, the highest they've been in over a month, increasing by 22 to 737. Total deaths, 3,091 in the state, and 46% of the new cases are among those 29 years of age and younger. 42,000 people are believed to have recovered. The measure providing grocery store workers, bus drivers, and other frontline workers with a $250 check gains final legislative approval in the House and is headed to the governor's desk. Monroe Senator Jay Morris says federal coronavirus relief dollars will pay for the tax credit. Frontline and essential workers will begin to be eligible for this $250 one-time check 
if they make less than $50,000 per year. Tort reform aimed at lowering auto insurance rates has taken center stage through most of the regular and special sessions, and now lawmakers have until 6 o'clock tonight to pass something. Law Politics editor Jeremy Alford says legislators are still considering everything, including resolutions temporarily suspending portions of the current tort law. It was a big day in court yesterday for Louisiana's abortion law requiring providers to have hospital admitting privileges. It has been something today that has almost taken my breath away. That's State Senator Katrina Jackson, a pro-life Democrat from Monroe who authored the 2014 law that was struck down. She argues the legislation is designed to protect the safety of pregnant women, but abortion rights advocates argue it would have shut down two of the state's three abortion clinics, including the one in Shreveport. The director of that facility is Kathleen Pittman. I'm celebrating today, but I'm still worried about our future. Pittman says she knows lawmakers will continue to look for ways to restrict abortions. I'm Jeff Palermo. Take KPL wherever you go in the palm of your hand with the free KPL News app. You can download it now on the App Store and Google Play. It's free, thanks to our friends at Acadiana Restaurant Supply. Now, more America in the Morning. This is America in the Morning from Westwood One News. I'm John Trout, and coming up this half hour... More mask requirements across parts of the South. The last thing I'm trying to do is be a, an authoritative figure or have a communist regime or take away civil liberties. I'm Clayton Neville. Bars and restaurants in New Jersey will not be allowed to serve customers indoors, and New York City is considering a similar move when entering Phase 3 next week. I'm Steve Kastenbaum. After more than four decades, closure to a vicious and murderous 10-year crime spree in California. I'm Jim Roop in Los Angeles. Baseball's restart just a day away. I'm Robert Workman. University Research asks the question, are you a hugger? I'm Stephen Kaufman in Prescott, Arizona. All ahead, we're back after these messages. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testofin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text BELT to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BELT to 42424. That's BELT to 42424. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you A, get spiritual? Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B, find the positives. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or C, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ed Council. Okay, so five tacos of cheese and a large soda. That's $10,012. Please drive around. Wait, 10000 what? It's obvious you're buzzed and driving. I've only had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food's 12 bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. 
Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 25 before the hour, this is America in the Morning. Thunderstorms for New York City today, all rain for Boston. With more details on that system and your national outlook, here's AccuWeather.com meteorologist Dan Patanowski. Severe weather will threaten across the nation today in parts of the northern and central plains. A storm system moving through the Dakotas into Minnesota could bring some strong to severe thunderstorms to the eastern Dakotas this morning, eventually maybe sneaking into parts of western Minnesota by this afternoon. Also, strong to severe thunderstorms can extend farther southeast uh, through parts of eastern Nebraska, western Iowa, northern and central Missouri. So places such as Kansas City, Omaha, St. Louis. You could see some nasty storms later on Tuesday and showers and thunderstorms with heavy downpours will continue to build southeastward as well. So the Ohio Valley, mid-Mississippi Valley, uh, much of Kentucky and Tennessee, uh, you could see numerous thunderstorms later today as well, including Memphis, Nashville, and Lexington. Across the mid-Atlantic, more isolated thunderstorms will be possible today across parts of eastern North Carolina up through the tidewater of Virginia and the Delmarva and more showers will persist maybe some thunderstorms as well across parts of eastern New England today so it could be another active day today around Boston an isolated thunderstorm in New York City but Philadelphia Baltimore Washington DC you should stay dry today and it will be dry also across much of the western United States today high pressure in control maybe a few showers across parts of northwestern Washington that's the nation's weather. I'm AccuWeather.com meteorologist Dan Padanowski. June 30th, 1971. It was on this date the Supreme Court ruled 6-3 to three that the government could not prevent the Washington Post from publishing the Pentagon Papers. It's 23 before the hour, the reunited cast of a classic movie. Coming up on the Hollywood Minute a little later. This is America in the Morning. I'm John Trout. Mask requirements are becoming more common in cities across the U.S., Correspondent Clayton Neville says the city of Jacksonville, Florida, where President Trump will accept the Republican presidential nomination, is now mandating masks. The city of Jacksonville's adopted a policy where masks are mandatory for all public and indoor locations. At a White House press briefing this week, Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany said the president believed it was a personal choice whether to wear a mask or not. He encourages people to make whatever decision is best for their safety, but he did say to me he has no problem with masks and to do whatever your local jurisdiction requests of you. The call for masks echoing across the South as the number of COVID-19 cases rise in places like Florida, Texas and Arizona. Images of a Texas church choir singing on masks and not appearing to social distance brought national backlash. Texas leaders now recommending the use of masks. Senator John Cornyn. A plan executed properly and with prudence is called for. Most big cities in Texas requiring businesses to mandate customers and employees to wear face coverings, but still no statewide mandate from the governor. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner encouraging uniformity. We now can require businesses and their employees and customers to put on masks. I would want to go a step further and apply that mandate across the board because we know that masks work. Well, many of the state's highly populated areas are requiring masks. Some aren't. Collin County near Dallas yet to issue a mandate, but one of its mayors taking action on his own. 
George Fuller, the mayor of McKinney, ordered businesses in his city to enforce mask requirements. And he's caught grief for it. I assure you, the last thing I'm trying to do is be an authoritative figure or have a communist regime or take away civil liberties. What I want is people to to stay healthy, and I want our businesses to not be closed. With the COVID-19 positivity rate in Texas near 14 percent, more state and federal leaders supporting the use of masks, but the mandates falling on the local level. I'm Clayton Neville. 21 till with coronavirus cases growing exponentially in many states. Experts are taking a fresh look at bars and restaurants as vector points for the spread of the virus. Steve Kastenbaum has more. Here in New York, the total number of coronavirus hospitalizations across the state fell to 853. The daily death toll dropped to eight on Sunday. It was the first time for the daily death toll to be in the single digits since mid-March. Positive test results on Sunday fell to 0.84%, with 391 out of 46,428 tests conducted. But Governor Andrew Cuomo doesn't like some of the scenes in New York City surrounding bars serving customers outdoors, where social distancing wasn't being practiced. You can see it in pictures. You can see it if you walk down the street. You can see the crowds in front of bars. You can see the crowds on street corners. Uh, It is undeniable. Mayor Bill de Blasio said it's troubling given how coronavirus cases are on the rise in states where indoor service at bars and restaurants resumed and some establishments were packed with patrons. It's causing him to reconsider what will happen when New York City enters phase three of the reopening next week. The indoor dining element is now in question. We're going to work it through with the state figure out how we want to approach it, if we want to pause that piece for a while or modify it. But he said the rest of phase three will proceed as planned. Meanwhile, in New Jersey, Governor Phil Murphy already applied the brakes. We do not believe it is prudent at this time to push forward with what is, in effect, a sedentary indoor activity, especially when we know that this virus moves differently indoors than out making it even more deadly. He said some people in New Jersey have been flaunting social distancing rules at outdoor establishments, and that's also troubling. Unfortunately, the national situation compounded by instances of knucklehead behavior here at home are requiring us to hit pause on the restart of indoor dining uh, for the foreseeable future. Neither governor said what metrics would be used to judge when it would be safe to allow bars and restaurants to serve patrons indoors. Steve Kastenbaum, New York. 19 before the hour. Here's America in the morning's Jim Bohannon. We're joined by Dr. Thomas Sowell. He is the Friedman Senior Fellow of the Hoover Institution of Stanford University, the author of a number of books, the latest of which being Charter Schools and Their Enemies. It's published by Basic Books, and I suppose that it is only right that we start off by saying on this Tuesday morning, June the 30th, happy 90th birthday. That's remarkable. (laughs) Thank you. That is uh, that is uh, that is wonderful. Uh, let's talk a bit first of all about the general uh, social unrest of the era. And there is a four-word phrase we've heard. I know you've had thoughts about this. So here's the phrase: No justice, no peace. Well, uh, if uh, if every group in the society takes that uh, take that uh, viewpoint, I can't imagine there's ever been a society of human beings where every group thought the, uh, thought that there was justice. I can't imagine any decision that would ever be made that every every group would think was justice. And so, if if, if that's the, 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 the case, and that's the, that's what they're planning to do, then we can just spend our time fighting each other all the time, 
or at least until we wipe each other out. It uh, does seem rather counterproductive, I must concede. The uh, The notion of charter schools is interesting, I think, in, in one context. In particular, there is probably no more reliable voting bloc in the country than uh, African Americans for the Democrats, and that has been true for at least a half a century. And yet, this is one issue on which frequently people of the uh, African American community will find themselves at odds with the, the Democrats, who often decide to support teachers' unions over the notion of charter schools. There is often that opposition, and uh, it strikes me as a good place to start when speaking of charter schools and their enemies. Well, it's certainly true that uh, uh, there is no uh, group that is more in favor of the Democrats and also more in favor of charter schools than uh, than the black and the the Hispanic communities. But uh, but I don't think that many of them know how many of the Democrats that they're voting for are absolutely opposed to charter schools. I mean, New York City is a classic example. I mean, Mayor de Blasio has done everything in his power and many things beyond his uh, uh, legitimate uh, power uh, to try to to stifle charter schools. Uh, And I'm not sure how many members of the the black community are aware of that. If they read the book, they'll find out. But uh, I, I, I don't know if they, if, they, if they put the two things together. Is that the fault of Republicans for not pointing it out? Yes. Uh, I have never understood. There are so many issues on which Republicans seem to have nothing to say. And I, 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 I've given up even trying to figure out what the rationale is. Well, the, uh, the rationale, I suppose, is uh, it, uh, it satisfies uh, an agenda, but uh, be that as it may, in looking at charter schools, uh, certainly there are those who are opposed to charter schools simply because the success of charter schools means that you may see a rush of enrollment away from uh, the main public schools, and that can often mean a drop in funding, and so I, I'm sure that's part of the opposition. Well, that's at the heart of the opposition. And it's not a question of that this, this may happen. It's already happened in New York. There are more than 50,000 uh, students on waiting lists to get into charter schools. And if they were to get into charter schools, that would mean that the traditional public schools would be losing one, more than $1 billion a year, uh, which would mean a lot fewer jobs for teachers, a lot less union dues for teachers' unions. It would mean that the... Uh, the teachers' colleges would be negatively affected because uh, in, the, in the unionized public schools, uh, teachers' college degrees are the big key to uh, advancement. In the charter schools, you have to be able to be successful at teaching the kids. And if you can't teach the kids, uh, you're out the door. Is there any truth to the argument that charter schools like private schools can cherry-pick their students and they can pick the brightest and most motivated None whatever, because by law, the charter schools are are, are selecting their students uh, by lottery. So it's pure luck as to who applies and who gets in. Uh, One one of the other fallacies that goes with this is that uh, because they can they can uh, cherry pick the kids. You see that uh, they they take they take take the uh, they drain the best kids out. They don't they don't test these kids. Uh, they don't. They don't have their academic records. All they have is their, their name in a lottery. Our guest is Dr. Thomas Sowell. His latest book, Charter Schools and Their Enemies, is published by Basic Books. Fourteen till the Golden State Killer has his day in court. When America in the morning returns after these messages.
texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text BELT to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BELT to 42424. That's BELT to 42424. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. Oh, I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 32. Now 12 till here on America in the Morning. The case of one of the most notorious, sadistic, and murderous crime sprees in U.S. history has come to an end. The man accused of being the so-called Golden State Killer has admitted to the crimes. Here's Jim Roop with more. Victims, victims' families, and survivors have waited at least 40 years to hear... Guilty. The Golden State Killer, the East Area Rapist, the Visalia Ransacker, all monikers given to now 74-year-old former police officer Joseph D'Angelo, who over a 10-year period across the state of California during the 1970s and 80s murdered at least 13, raped at least 50, and burglarized about 100 or more. D'Angelo appearing and sounding frail, dressed in an orange jumpsuit and wearing a clear face shield in a ballroom in Sacramento acting as a courtroom in order to comply with pandemic public safety mandates. He listened along with the judge and everyone else as district attorneys from across California gave the gruesome details of D'Angelo's crimes. Beating him in the head at least 24 times, causing massive brain damage and bleeding after shooting him once in the face, was unsuccessful in killing him. That night, while her husband was tied up, the defendant raped Charlene Smith against her will by means of force, violence, duress, menace, and fear of unlawful bodily injury to herself and her husband. He tied her wrists together then brought her ankles to her wrists and bound them to her wrists and raped her. The defendant then beat Sherry in the head more than 10 times with the same weapon he used to kill Greg. Some DAs even were able to detail the callousness and sociopathic nature of D'Angelo's acts, saying after some of the crimes, 
He ate the victim's food. The defendant rummaged through the refrigerator at Robert's home and ate leftover turkey he found wrapped in plastic. And after each detailed crime, the judge would ask D'Angelo how he pleaded. Guilty. And to special circumstance allegations and uncharged crimes. When asked by the judge, D'Angelo would answer. I admit. Authorities believe the crime spree ended because D'Angelo was getting old and simply could not overpower his victims. The plea deal spares D'Angelo the death penalty, but he will spend the rest of his life in prison. And it brings to end the case of one of the worst serial predators in U.S. history. Sentencing is expected in August. Jim Roop, Los Angeles. Nine till Robert Workman has sports. With baseball's training camps set to open at team's home ballparks tomorrow, the first players to announce their intent not to play this season due to the coronavirus came on Monday. Mike Leake of the Diamondbacks was the first to do so, followed by Nationals teammates Ryan Zimmerman and Joe Ross, and last night Ian Desmond of the Rockies added his name to the list. The Blue Jays are still not quite sure where they will end up, Players are assembling in their spring training complex in Dunedin, Florida for testing, while team officials continue to talk to Canadian authorities about working out the differences between MLB's plan and the country's restrictions. The club could train in Florida or hop on a charter and fly up to Toronto. From the NBA, the Brooklyn Nets have taken a big hit in their preparations for the restart next month. On Sunday, forward Wilson Chandler notified the club that he will not be taking part to spend more time with his family. Then Monday, Senator DeAndre Jordan announced... He's tested positive for the COVID-19 virus and will not play. Guard Spencer Dinwiddie has also received a positive test, though he has not ruled out the possibility of playing in Orlando as of yet. Chandler and Jordan raised the number of players to opt out to six so far. Training camps begin next week. The NBA released its game schedule last Friday. Two contests on July 30th, the Jazz against the Pelicans, followed by the Lakers and Clippers. The Lakers plan to add veteran guard J.R. Smith to their roster to help offset the loss of Avery Bradley. Smith hasn't played in the NBA since November 2018, but he worked out with L.A. in February, and he did win a ring with LeBron James and the Cavaliers in 2016. It's good to know the King. From the NFL, the Patriots were fined $1.1 million and will lose a third-round draft pick next year. The penance for having their TV crew filming the field and sideline during a December 8th Bengals-Browns game. The crew was credentialed by the Browns but didn't notify the Bengals, which they called an oversight. The Patriots production crews will also not be allowed to film any games this season. And from soccer, the NWSL Challenge Cup began over the weekend. Two more games today as action resumes in Utah. The Houston Dash versus the Utah Royals and the OL Rain against Sky Blue. Sounds like a natural matchup. That's Tuesday Sports. It's 7 till. You could use a hug when America in the Morning returns after these messages. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testofin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great 
way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text BELT to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BELT to 42424. That's BELT to 42424. Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I liked kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Tomorrow? <laughs> Let's check with Mom. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to return the kayak. Just make sure you have everything. Yep. Can we walk home? Yeah, how about a taxi? 233 North Maple, please. It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Also, find fun activities to do like boating and biking or camping and hiking. Plus, much more. It's all right in your naturehood. Best day ever. Public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. 32. It's 5 till. What do Beyonce and Ferris Bueller have in common? They're both on today's Hollywood Minute with Douglas Hyde. The ancestors never left you. Beyonce just announced she's teaming up with Disney Plus for her visual album Black is King. She unveiled a new teaser trailer for the upcoming film, which she wrote, directed, and produced. Black as King is based on music from her album, The Lion King, The Gift, and debuts July 31st on Disney+. Plus. I'm not going to say it. Say what, Matt? Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Life has moved pretty fast. Hard to believe it's been 34 years this month since Ferris Bueller's Day Off was released. Actor Josh Gad got the cast together again for his Reunited Apart YouTube series. Matthew Broderick, Jennifer Grey, and the rest of the gang all zoomed in and reminisced about the making of the John Hughes comedy classic. They even relived some of their most famous scenes. Bueller. 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 In Hollywood, I'm Douglas Hyde. It's Four Till, a scientific look at hugging with Stephen Kaufman. At the University of Arizona, researchers looked at to what extent genetics and environment play in the affection levels of men and women. Are they the hugging type? How much of the variation between people has its origins in the environment, the way we were raised, and how much of the variation from person to person is due to the genes that they inherited from their biological parents? Dr. Corey Floyd discovered that women derive their ability to show affection from two different sources. About 48% of the variation in their overall affection levels is genetic, about 52% is environmental. However, when it comes to men, it's an entirely different outcome. We find almost no effect of genetics. For men, it's entirely environmental. But wait, Floyd says there's hope for men if you push the right buttons. There are ways to change the environment, to make it more inviting, to make it more appreciated in ways that will elicit more affection from the men in our lives. Floyd's research focuses on the communication of affection in close 
close relationships and its effects on stress and physiological functioning. Stephen Kaufman, Prescott, Arizona. And there's, of course, those of us who enjoy the act without thinking too much about it. America in the Morning for June 30th, 2020. It's produced by Tom DeLac. Our senior producer, Kevin Delaney. I'm John Trout, Westwood One News. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner, Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy, Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Get the free KPL News app in the App Store and Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge. Lafayette. It's the Democrats' turn. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A small group from the House will get a briefing on the new Russia controversy next hour. This isn't news that the that the Russians have been supporting the Taliban along with a whole host of other actors. So Republican Congressman Michael Waltz thinks it's election year politics. Fox's Rachel Sutherland has more live. Dave, the lawmakers will hear more about reported intelligence that Russia put bounties on American soldiers in Afghanistan. Pentagon spokesman Jonathan Hoffman says there's no corroborating evidence to validate the allegations. Democrats are calling for a deep dive into the claims. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. President Trump is inclined to ignore or forgive Vladimir Putin's abuses on the international stage, even in the face of an attack on our democracy. National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien says the intelligence has not been verified and President Trump has not been briefed on the matter. Dave? Rachel, the president's Democratic challenger will weigh in on this today. Joe Biden will speak in Delaware. The topic will be Donald Trump's failure to protect the American people, the need to address the growing pandemic, and how to safely and effectively reopen the economy. Even though Biden is ahead of President Trump in most major polls, the president tweeted Monday, polls are a joke. Fox's Jill Nato, the coronavirus has surged with record new cases in the South and West. Dr. Anthony Fauci told the Fox News Rundown podcast, big gatherings around Memorial Day are a big factor. Right now, we're seeing the result of that in Florida and in Texas and in certain other locations. Arizona's closed bars and gyms. Beaches will be shut down this weekend in California and Florida. An ex-cop who got away with murder for decades pleaded guilty in California. Joseph James D'Angelo is admitting to 13 murders as well as kidnappings and rapes. He is the real-life version of Hannibal Lecter. That is the Sacramento County DA, Anne-Marie Schubert. America's listening to Fox News. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. 
It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. It's already a number one bestseller, and it's called Blitz. Trump will smash the left and win. By famed author David Horowitz, Blitz makes predictions about President Trump that will shock you. He also warns about radical groups like Antifa. Blitz is at bookstores, or get the free offer and save $28. Just call 800-NEWSMAX or go to Blitz411.com. Blitz411.com. Mike Huckabee says if everyone read Blitz, Trump would win. Newsmax says it's the best book for 2020. Call 800-NEWSMAX for the free offer now. Garrett Rolfe has a court hearing today in Atlanta. The fired police officer charged with murdering Rayshard Brooks, who resisted arrest. Yesterday, the four officers charged in George Floyd's much-protested death had a hearing in Minneapolis. Three of the four former officers were in court to hear the trials will begin in March of 2021. Only Derek Chauvin, who knelt on George Floyd's neck, appeared by video. A warning came from the bench to limit public comments. Attorney Robert Pauley, who represents Sex officer Tu Tao is critical of prosecutors. The attorney general's office and the rest of the public officials who've been commenting publicly on this case and leaking sensitive information. The judge said any further public comments could lead to a gag order or perhaps a change of venue for the coming trial. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are down, coming off of a big rally when the Dow surged nearly 600 points. Two more NBA players have tested positive for coronavirus out of the plan to restart the season in Orlando, Florida next month. Last week, the commissioner said that 16 players had tested positive. Even more hockey players have been infected. The NHL Monday revealing 26 players have tested positive for the coronavirus since June 8th, the start of Phase two of the league's return to play plan. All athletes were self-isolated and following league and public safety protocols. Now of those 26, 15 utilized their team facilities for small group workouts as allowed by phase two. Meantime reports the NHL will choose Toronto and Las Vegas as their quarantine hub cities for their restart later this summer. Boston Bruins head coach Bruce Cassidy weighing in on that. For different cities, um, but at the end of the day, we're going to go where they tell us and be ready to play. The NHL is set to enter phase three of their return to play plan. That's training camps on July 10th. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. A fifth golfer has tested positive for the coronavirus, so Harris English is off the PGA Tour for now in quarantine. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick. Hi today, 91. Your full forecast from Daniel Phillips is coming up on the show. Tort reform aimed at lowering auto insurance rates has taken center stage through most of the regular and special session this year. Now lawmakers have until 6 p.m. tonight to pass their last-ditch efforts before the session ends. ThePolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says legislators are still considering everything, including resolutions to temporarily suspend portions of the current tort law. Now, outside of the central battle over tort, lawmakers have a number of other issues to finalize. Legislation shielding public and private schools from suits related to potential COVID-19 outbreaks at schools, just one vote away from final passage. The measure providing grocery store workers, bus drivers, and other frontline workers with a one-time $250 check gains final legislative approval in the House and is headed to the governor's desk. Monroe Senator Jay Morris says federal coronavirus relief dollars will pay for the tax credit. Frontline or essential workers will be eligible for this $250 check if they make under $50,000 per year. 
A big challenge to a 2014 law in Louisiana regarding abortion clinics. Here's Matt Doyle. Civil rights attorney S. Mandisa Moore O'Neill says most Louisiana abortion clinics couldn't get admitting privileges and were at risk of being shut down. Choice should be talked about in the framework of these hospitals choosing not to accept abortion and a provider. And the court's majority rationale for the ruling against the law was that a nearly identical Texas law was already deemed unconstitutional. But Congressman Mike Johnson, who defended the law in court, has his doubts. It's almost as if the court was using that as an excuse. I'm Matt Doyle. Dr. Holly Bofi is returning to the Lafayette Parish School System as principal of the W.D. and Mary Baker Smith Career Center. Dr. Bofi will continue to represent Southwest Louisiana on the State Board of Elementary and Secondary Education. She was selected as the 2010 Louisiana State Teacher of the Year while teaching at Lafayette's Paul Bro Middle School. Lafayette will be getting three new A&W restaurants. A Lafayette businessman will open the first of three locations in a shopping center in the planning stages for some time near Ponte Mouton and I-49. Health officials believe that recent demonstrations over the killing of George Floyd by police have not resulted in a significant addition of new COVID-19 cases. That's according to Assistant State Official Dr. Joseph Cantor, and he says it's probably because the virus doesn't spread well outside and protesters were wearing masks. He adds, no matter what other mitigation efforts are taken, it's still always best to avoid large crowds. The Louisiana Workforce Commission says over half of the money in the state's unemployment trust fund has been spent during the coronavirus pandemic. LWC Executive Director Ava Dejois says there's growing concern for the fund, which was one time $1 billion. She says it could run dry within 14 weeks. Now the state has paid out $3.5 billion in unemployment benefits. A new report from the CDC indicates pregnant women are more likely to experience symptoms and even be hospitalized for COVID-19. LSU Health New Orleans Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology Assistant Professor Dr. Rebecca Gee says pregnant women are not more likely to die from the virus, though. The study looked at 325,000 women ages 15 to 44 who had tested positive for COVID-19, and of those, 8,200 were pregnant. The state continues its battle with COVID-19 with 845 new cases yesterday. Here's more. LDH also reports 46% of those new cases are among those 29 and younger. And 25% of the new cases came from the Acadiana region. The statewide positivity rate is just shy of 10%. During phase one, the positivity rate was below 5%. Hospitalizations are the highest they've been in over a month, increasing by 22 to 737. It was just three weeks ago when hospitalizations were below 600. Total deaths, 3,091, up by five. I'm Kevin Barnhart. And 4th of July celebrations may have a little bit of changes due to the COVID-19 restrictions, but there are several of them still going on in our area, including the Broussard Fireworks Show at St. Julian Park, Erath 4th of July, Eunice 4th of July, Jennings in Youngsville also hosting celebrations. You can read more about that at kpel965.com. A veteran Louisiana firefighter is charged now after he was detained at the Texas-Mexico border with 150 pounds of marijuana in the toolbox of his truck. The DEA says Michael Monscanto, a firefighter in St. John Parish, he was arrested back on June 17th. The fact that Monscanto was discovered with so much leads authorities to believe the drugs were apparently meant for distribution. And another event that moves online. Now, we can't replicate the smell of the 2020 World Championship Gumbo Cook-Off, but organizers of the event reportedly waited as long as they could before making a decision not to hold an in-person event. 
Yesterday, the event's board of directors opted to make a choice out of concern for public safety and health. They say they're in the, quote, working it out phase of how to make the 2020 event as good as it can be. I'm sure it will still taste good. You're all up to date. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana by the afternoon. High heat index again today sitting in the triple digits and probably there by about noon. We'll see the highs on the thermometer read up to about 92 degrees. Winds from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. 10% chance for a quick passing shower and then 77 for your overnight low. More dust on the way for tomorrow, so expect a hazier day for Wednesday. Going to be hot outside as well. We'll start to see the rain chances creeping back into the forecast by Friday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. And just one incident to pass along to you right now. Bork Road at South Fieldspan Road. That's Bork Road at South Fieldspan Road. A vehicle accident working there. Luckily, not much traffic in that area at this point. If there's anything we need to know about, you can give us a call at 232-1542. And don't forget... Turn on those headlights. It's 611 now at News Talk 96.5K. Good morning and welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. It is 613. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick here with you this morning. Also known as the man with four first names. Uh, Happy to be here and happy to keep you up to date. Coming up on the show... An interview last night on Tucker Carlson tonight, getting a lot of buzz today as Tucker goes toe-to-toe with a Republican member of Congress over the police bills. So we're going to play that for you coming up in just a couple of minutes. Also coming up on the show, Christian Mater from The Current. They are doing a survey right now to really see what the impact is of COVID-19, especially in our area. They have run this Facebook page, the Lafayette Coronavirus Updates page, and and a lot of insight, a lot of conversation going on there. So we'll talk to him coming up at 640. And then we're going to have the Tuesday talker, Chad Romero. He's going to be on with us in the 7 o'clock hour, sitting in for Bernie. Uh, We'll we'll take your questions. We'll talk about retirement. We'll talk about the market. Also, what businesses are doing. And what does he think about the whole Facebook ad boycott that continues to grow? So we'll ask him about that and more. Also coming up on the show Uh, It's another big day, the last day of the month, if you can believe it. Tomorrow is July 1st, and we're headed to a big 4th of July weekend. On our website, kpal965.com, as you heard in the newscast, we have a list of all the events as they are happening and where they are happening. Um, You know, so many things being canceled. It's nice to kind of see some of the things that... You know, maybe they've adapted them just a little bit to to make sure they're safe for everyone, but that are still happening. Here's some of the information. Um, Broussard Fireworks, Saturday, July 1st. Excuse me, Saturday, July 4th. It's at St. Julian Park. It's a 15th annual celebration. It's a big one. Um, here's the deal. You're invited to enjoy the show from your vehicle. Uh, Broussard Chambers Facebook page will live stream the fireworks display. You can find out more at facebook.com slash Broussard Chamber of Commerce. Um, Erath 4th of July happening in downtown Erath. The 4th of July celebration largely canceled. However, fireworks will light up the sky at 9 p.m. Those attending asked to adhere to social distancing guidelines. Same with Eunice 4th of July, Jennings 4th of July, and Youngsville. Um, that's at the Youngsville Sports Complex. It's happening on Friday night, 9 p.m. Gates open at 7.30 with fireworks at 9 o'clock. Lawn chairs and blankets allowed. No ice chests, though. You can find out more at facebook.com slash city of Youngsville or find out all of these things 
on kpal965.com or on the app. We have it live for you. You'll see a pretty picture of some American flags fitting for this week, a very patriotic week. And, of course, you know, we might add in a little extra national anthem today just because it it's what the week is all about. 616 now on News Talk 96.5 KPL coming up. That segment on policing uh, and, and really what the nation's Congress, what the U.S. Congress is going to do about it and what sort of laws they're looking at. The segment from last night's Tucker Carlson tonight coming up right here on Acadiana's Morning News. Stay with us. Here for you in times of uncertainty. Tracking coronavirus, I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on this Town Square Media Station. Team you can rely on even on the darkest days. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news and information update. We're working for you on air, behind the scenes every single day. We're following a potential hazmat situation on I-10 this morning. As you get out and hit the road, Bernie's got the information you need to know. Your radio home for news and information for more than 60 years. You know, it's everything I need in the morning. News Talk 96.5. KPL. As you've seen in excruciating detail, no institution in American life has come under more ferocious attack from the mob than local police departments. In Minneapolis, police are being abolished entirely. In Los Angeles and New York, their funding is being slashed dramatically. In cities around the country, monuments to the police are being vandalized or ripped down. In the city of Atlanta, Officer Garrett Rawl faces the death penalty for shooting a man called Rayshard Brooks after Rayshard Brooks stole his taser and fired it at him. So what are Republican office holders doing in the face of this unprecedented attack on our laws and on public safety itself? Well, not a lot. Few have stepped up to defend the police from totally bogus accusations of, quote, systemic racism. Some are repeating that slur. One Republican, though, has gone farther than that. As we told you last week, Senator Mike Braun of Indiana has introduced legislation to make it easier for left-wing activists to sue police officers. We must do this, Senator Braun explained, in part because Rayshard Brooks's death was egregious. I wanted to put a template out there that protects law enforcement from frivolous lawsuits, but holds the egregious departments and individuals accountable in these egregious, you know, instances of a George Floyd, a Rayshard Brooks, a Breonna Taylor. In case you suspect we somehow selectively edited that clip, here's Republican Senator Braun going all the way in endorsing Black Lives Matter. You support the the Black Lives Matter movement. I support that movement because it's uh, addressing an inequity that has not been solved. you know, from a grassroots level. After our segment on Thursday, Senator Braun asked to come on this show to detail his position. Of course, we're happy to have him. Senator Braun, thanks so much for coming on. Before I ask you about qualified immunity and your attempts to water it down, I was very surprised by that endorsement that you gave on camera of Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter has, of course, called for the murder of police officers. Why do you support it? And are there any other race-specific revolutionary movements that you support? So, Tucker, thanks for having me on in the first place. I know when you uh, came out, and I like it when somebody does challenge, especially something like this, when you're talking about changing something that's been around for a while. And, Tucker, I come from Main Street. Uh, Your uh, viewers are my supporters, and I've got one of the most conservative voting records. No, that's true. You'd have to check with them, just like I checked with the Indiana State Police, Indiana Sheriff's Association, Fraternal Order Police spent over an hour with 
them last week to make sure I wasn't off base. And here's where I come from. Uh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm confused really quick. Hold on. You're, you're off base in your support of Black Lives Matter, your endorsement that you just gave. Have you read their website? Or are you in no, favor of I, abolishing the nuclear family? What, what do you support exactly? No, in the Black I'm not Lives at all. Movement? What does that I, mean? I, okay. I support anybody that does have a grievance to be able to air it. And that's it. Uh, that doesn't mean all lives don't matter. It just means that if you think a certain sector of society has a grievance, it ought to be through transparency and the willingness to debate it and get it out there. I'm going to always go on the merits of the particular case. And going back to what I learned last week, first of all, uh, law enforcement in Indiana thought was talking about eliminating it or drastically modifying it. This was to, to find that sweet spot to where they said they are being unduly stigmatized because of these events, because in some cases, their own aren't held accountable. And when they knew that, they basically said, we need to be in the discussion. Look how we got rolled with Obamacare when we refused wait, wait, to discuss wait, wait, it on, 10 on, years ago. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We just showed yeah. tape of you, Senator, saying that we need to pull back, we need to make it easier to sue the police because of, quote, egregious incidents like the death of Rayshard Brooks. You said you wanted to speak about specifics. Do you believe that he was killed unjustly? Do you believe Officer Rolf deserves the death penalty, which he now faces? What did you mean by that? Please. I believe you ought to have the ability to, uh, just like when anyone's civil rights would be violated, that you've got access to uh, due process, to have your case well, heard. Well, but they do. That, but they well, do they have do. that right. Qualified immunity, hold on. Qualified immunity has nothing to do with that case. He's been charged. They have the right to sue him under qualified immunity, as you know, since you're writing the, the change to the law. So that's irrelevant. I'm asking about the case you cited it. Do you believe that the officer now facing the death penalty deserves to face the death penalty? And if you don't, tell us what he should have done. I think that that's going to be determined by the court. And when it comes you to cited that it. civil... So what do you, wait, hold on. You cited it. What do you think of it? You're the one who called it egregious, so why don't you tell us what I Officer think Ross should have done when this man fired a taser at him? What do you think? I think that uh, you probably should have had the judgment that in a, a traffic stop like that, you don't shoot somebody in the back. So uh, if we keep doing okay. that, so let what me should he have? Wait, hold, me, on, let, hold on. No, no, no. I want you to explain. I think it's fair. You're an office holder. I don't normally press people like this, but it's not fair for you to filibuster without answering my question, which is very simple. The officer facing the death penalty had a guy fire a weapon at him. What should he have done then? Probably not have killed the guy, and that'll come. So what out should he have done? Court. He no, should have well, probably you're not. You're saying it's egregious. Let him go. He, he sh do you think he was going to get away? Uh, they were going to find I, him. You tell me. You tell me. You're the one judging the officer. So maybe that, you could explain why you're judging him. Uh, Tucker, that'll all come out in the court process. And all I'm saying, let me finish this. If we don't get better at it, for all of us on Main Street, Democrats are going to spin it. Uh, Chuck Schumer's already decided he can make hay of this in the election, and we'll end up on the short side of it again. If you're wanting to say Who controls absolutely, the Senate? does Chuck Schumer if, control it? I thought Republicans controlled the Senate. And you so you're taking six, your cues you, from Chuck Schumer? You you're have saying 60, Chuck Schumer might criticize me, therefore I have to pass a law that makes it easier to sue police? Tucker, Okay. You know you have to have 60 votes in the Senate to get anything done. You can check my record. Yeah, they're about I'll to change that when it. they take over. And even law okay. enforcement in Indiana thinks that in some of these cases, it's giving them a bad name 
and bad apples ought to be uh, there ought to be due process there for the victim. So what law and enforcement groups are endorsing your bill? They're not endorsing it, but they said it was a good oh. template to work from. Well, why so. aren't they endorsing it then? You've cited them twice as supporters of this idea, but they're not endorsing your bill. So they don't actually support it. So why are you bringing them up? as they evidence think it's that a, it's a good idea. They think it's a better idea to be in the discussion than be outside of it. But if you care what they think, why don't you write something they'll endorse? And that doesn't necessarily mean we won't get there. That's not gonna be done today. The Democrats now think they can win with it in the election, and that's why we needed to be engaged now in a way that would have kept it on so the table. So you need to write a bill that law enforcement won't endorse. The country's burning, not because cops are burning it down, but because the mob is. But you think the morally culpable party is the police, so you're making it easier for left-wing groups to sue them. Am I missing something? You are missing it, but you're trying to put words in my mouth. I don't think no, you not. can justify any of the looting, any of the rioting, and if you don't address the underlying issue, do you think it's going to fix itself on its own? Do you think it's going to get better? Do you think the underlying Probably issue not. is Rayshard Brooks being shot? Is it, so you're telling me that what's happening now is the result of police behavior. It's the police. It's the fault of the police. That's what you're saying. Because you no, call it the underlying I'm saying, issue. What they're getting by with on the other side is trying to generalize on the specific and they'll get away with it if we decide to do nothing. That's just a general disagreement and approach. What about, believe, are you making it easier for business owners to sue the mob for burning their businesses down? I haven't noticed that bill coming out of the Senate. <laughs> hey, if we're not in the discussion, Tucker, we're going to be on the sidelines like we are on so many issues as conservatives because we fail to engage and they run circles around okay. us in the end run. Do you think you're going to keep the Senate in the fall on this platform? I think we're going to keep the Senate if we uh, at least are willing to engage in issues that are important to the American public and that we don't always stand on the sidelines until it's too late. It's more about yeah, when I, you I get involved in the issue. issue. I don't think the public supports you at all on this. I'm, I'm, with I respect, think, I just don't. I, don't I think, think law enforcement. Right I think law enforcement knows they need to have a better system than what they got now because it's stigmatizing right. them unduly. Okay, Senator Brown, thanks for joining us tonight. I appreciate it. You bet. This is the place where all opinions are welcome. Every color gets through, and people on all sides of the issue can hash it out. And if you don't think you have a voice. You're wrong. It can be heard now by calling 232-1542. That's 232-1542. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep. And my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it. Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, I'll buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. 
It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from KPL965.com. And now making headlines across the country this morning, Jacksonville, Florida is taking further action to stop the spread of the coronavirus as the city prepares to host the Republican National Convention later this summer. As of yesterday, masks now must be worn indoors at all public places. Mayor Lenny Curry had previously opposed making it mandatory to wear a mask. No end date for the requirement has been announced, so it's unclear if the policy will still be in effect when the Republican convention comes to town in August. 16 states have slowed down reopening as coronavirus cases continue to surge. Here's Fox's Jackie Abanez with more. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey shutting down gyms, water parks, movie theaters, and bars. This is the state sees a steady daily increase in new infections with over 3,000 new cases reported Sunday. Los Angeles is closing its beaches for the 4th of July holiday weekend after reporting a record one-day rise with nearly 3,000 new cases. Florida seeing more than 9,500 new cases Saturday and more than 8,500 Sunday. The city of Jacksonville now requiring people to wear masks indoors and in public to help curb the spread. This is a group of doctors demand the mayor rethink the convention altogether, writing this, quote, allowing this number of people to descend on Jacksonville is unequivocally provocative of disease, predictably harmful and medically disrespectful to the citizens of this city, much less the rest of the country. That was Jackie Abanez, now Democratic presidential hopeful Joe Biden, expected to blast the president and his handling of the pandemic later on today in an event Fox's Jill Nato reports. Democratic presidential hopeful former Vice President Joe Biden's expected to be speaking somewhere in Wilmington, Delaware later today. His campaign won't say exactly where, but they do say the topic will be Donald Trump's failure to protect the American people, the need to address the growing pandemic, and how to safely and effectively reopen the economy. As for that economic reopening, White House economic advisor Larry Kudlow told reporters Monday... Overwhelming evidence that we're in V-shaped recovery. And even though Biden is ahead of President Trump in most major polls, the president tweeted Monday, polls are a joke. Jill Nato, Fox News. Leading congressional Republicans confirmed Monday that U.S. intelligence agencies have developed information on a Russian military operation aimed at American and allied troops in Afghanistan. But GOP lawmakers said any U.S. response needs to wait until the intelligence agencies review all the material. Some current and former intelligence officials are familiar with reports of Russia offering bounties to kill U.S. and allied troops. They say it's less ambiguous than the White House and some lawmakers have claimed. House Democrats want the Senate to take action on the HEROES Act coronavirus relief bill before the 4th of July break. House Democratic Caucus Chairman Hakeem Jeffries said the White House response to the pandemic has been a, quote, unmitigated disaster. The New York Democrat blasted President Trump, saying he has spent more time playing golf than providing good leadership or wearing a mask. SpaceX is set for another historic launch. A Falcon 9 rocket is set to blast off from Cape Canaveral today in the company's first ever launch as part of the U.S. Space Force mission. The Space Force was created in December, and the rocket in today's launch will carry satellites for military use. A 15-minute launch window begins just before 4 o'clock this afternoon, Easter time. Weather is 60% go. More dust from the Sahara is set to hit the U.S. this week. A plume could reach the Gulf of Mexico by midweek and later spread over the Caribbean and southern states. Louisiana and Texas likely to be hit hard again. The dust traveling from the Sahara Desert has caused hazy skies, poor air quality, and poses a health risk to anyone with a respiratory condition. And finally, the Sundance Film Festival is expanding its outreach amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. 
Director Tabitha Jackson unveiled a two-pronged approach at a memo yesterday. The largest independent film festival in the United States is planning to broaden its Utah programming to run in at least 20 cities and community theaters across the country. Jackson said the full Sundance event will take place in Utah, but the partners will offer complimentary lineups of their own. She also outlined an online component making it more accessible for viewers during the pandemic. 91 degrees are high today. Daniel Phillips has the weather. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana by the afternoon. High heat index again today sitting in the triple digits and probably there by about noon. We'll see the highs on the thermometer read up to about 92 degrees. Winds from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. 10% chance for a quick passing shower and then 77 for your overnight low. More dust on the way for tomorrow, so expect a hazier day for Wednesday. Going to be hot outside as well. We'll start to see the rain chances creeping back into the forecast by Friday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Acadiana's Morning News is brought to you in part by the T.J. Martell Foundation. Join the T.J. Martell Foundation in the fight against leukemia, cancer, and AIDS. Your support helps save more lives. Visit tjmartell.org to learn more. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, we still have that Bork Road accident. It's uh, still working at Fieldspan. That's Bork Road at Fieldspan. Also a stalled vehicle reported on I-10 westbound at mile marker 104. That's not far from the I-49, I-10 intersection. Again, mile marker 104 uh, westbound on I-10, a stalled vehicle there. If there's anything else we need to know about, you can give us a call at 232-1542. Coming up on the show, the current Christian Mater will talk about a survey. They're hoping to find out more about how the area is recovering from COVID-19. That's next on Acadiana's Morning News. Google makes its money by selling ads based on what they know about you. But Google recently announced that they'll start automatically deleting data it keeps on its users. But there's a catch. Your Tuesday Consumer Tech Update is brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Google will delete all of your location history every 18 months. Same goes for app and web activity, too, like your search history and voice commands. The catch? This will be done automatically only for new accounts. If you already have a Google account, head to your activity controls panel. While you're there, you can delete everything and set up a regular schedule of data deletion. As far as YouTube goes, your data stays on file for three years by default, which you can also go in and delete manually. But just remember, Nothing will clear every bit of data Google has ever learned about you. What happens on Google stays on Google, no matter what they say. I'm Kim Commando. With so many of us working from home or helping our kids with homework, I want to make sure you have the right printer that's up for the task. The Epson EcoTank makes it easy. This printer has supersized, easy-to-fill ink tanks and comes with a ridiculous amount of ink, enough to print thousands of pages. No more rushing to the store or waiting for your online order to arrive to replace an ink cartridge in between print jobs. So kiss expensive ink cartridges goodbye because the Epson EcoTank printer is truly changing the way that people print. Go ahead and print all your work reports, task lists, and your kids' homework assignments in color too. Printing quality is excellent. The Epson EcoTank makes it easy. Add it to your online shopping list so you can just fill and chill. The Epson EcoTank, available at Sam's Club, Target, Walmart, and at Epson.com slash EcoTankKim. That's Epson.com slash EcoTankKim, 
Epson.com slash Ecotank. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. This week, we're getting ready for our 4th of July special by asking people from all over the country, what do you think? makes America great. But it's not about politics or political parties. It's about bringing people together on our nation's birthday to remember what has made this country the greatest nation the world has ever known. It's full of personal stories of struggles, sacrifices, and successes that could only be written in America. So join us for our American Ground What Makes America Great 4th of July special. We hope you'll enjoy it, and we hope it'll make your celebration of the 4th of July even that much better. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Park on News Talk 96.5 KPL and streaming live at KPL96.5.com. Welcome back to Acadiana's Morning News. So with a surge of COVID-19 cases, Jacksonville, Florida, now requiring face coverings in public. Ronna McDaniel had some comments, especially as it pertains to the Republican National Convention, which is supposed to be there in August. Well, the difference with Charlotte is the governor would give us no guidance. So we kept continually coming to him and saying, we'll test people, we'll do this and that. And he said, I'm not going to give you any guidance. And in Florida, it's not about politics. It's about health and safety. And how do we do this event? Now, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper called for a scaled down event with face coverings, social distance and fewer people in attendance. The Republican National Convention scheduled for August 24th through 27th in Jacksonville. We're going to test everybody. We're going to have temperature checks. We're going to sanitize. We can do this in a safe way uh, and not let politics get in the way, which unfortunately is what was happening in North Carolina. Chinese researchers say they've identified another virus that could lead to another pandemic. Fox's Carmen Roberts has this. Frightening news out of China. Researchers say they've spotted a new virus lurking out there that could trigger another pandemic. In a study published yesterday in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, researchers identified the virus as a new strain of the swine flu. They found it among people who work in Chinese pig slaughterhouses and say it has all the hallmarks of being able to spread from person to person and spark a pandemic. That's because it's a new strain, so people will likely have little to no immunity to it. Carmen Roberts. Fox News. President Trump receiving backlash for his response to Russian military intelligence secretly offering bounties to Taliban-linked militants to kill American soldiers in Afghanistan. Rachel Sutherland reporting on this story this morning. The lawmakers will hear more about reported intelligence that Russia put bounties on American soldiers in Afghanistan. Pentagon spokesman Jonathan Hoffman says there's no corroborating evidence to validate the allegations. Democrats are calling for a deep dive into the claims. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. President Trump is inclined to ignore or forgive Vladimir Putin's abuses on the international stage, even in the face of an attack on our democracy. National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien says the intelligence has not been verified and President Trump has not been briefed on the matter. Rachel Sutherland. Fox News. The White House is brushing off an Iranian effort to have President Trump arrested. Fox's Simon Owen has this. The United States Special Envoy for Iran, Brian Hook, calling out what he calls a political stunt after an Iranian prosecutor announced an arrest warrant for President Trump. It's a propaganda stunt 
that no one takes seriously and makes the Iranians look foolish. The prosecutor says the president is among 36 people wanted by Iran over the killing of a top Iranian general in January. Qasem Soleimani died in a US drone strike. It prompted spiraling tensions between the countries. Simon Owen, Fox News. And it's halftime in 2020. What the first half of the year it has been. Fox's Steve Rappaport has more. A global pandemic, presidential primaries, mass protests over racial injustice, and that's only the first six months of 2020. Much of that time spent isolated from friends and family to fight a virus that turned our way of life upside down. Not exactly a fresh start to a new decade. If the first half of 2020 taught us anything, it's to expect the unexpected. So many questions await in the second half of a year like no other. Will we have a disputed election? What will the new normal look like in a post-COVID-19 world? Will the wounds of racism that boil to the surface spill over or finally start to heal? Ask me again in six months. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. And that SpaceX launch, wow, it's going to be another big one. People are going to be watching it. This one is carrying a GPS satellite that's going to be used by the military. Fox's Evan Brown is there. SpaceX, the company owned by Elon Musk, is planning to launch one of its Falcon 9 rockets from the Cape Canaveral Air Force Station today. This rocket is on a contract for the U.S. Space Force and will be delivering a new GPS satellite to orbit. Today's launch is the 11th this year for SpaceX between its own launches, its military contracts, and its work for NASA. SpaceX today is planning to recover the Falcon 9 rocket and reuse it in the future. In Broward County, Florida, Evan Brown, Fox News. 647 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL. The very latest on your way into work. Every morning. Rob and Bernie on Acadiana's Morning News. So if you are looking for a great place to get tires changed, maybe you need one, maybe you need all four of them, maybe you just need an oil change, you got to get to know the family at Ross Tire and Service. These guys are great. They've really become a part of my family. They take care of us so great. It doesn't matter what the issue is. Maybe it's the air conditioner is why I'm not working so great. Or you do, you get something in your tire and you don't want to have to buy a new tire, but you just need somebody really close to you to patch it and get you back on the road. Well, Ross Tire and Service, they'll do that for you. They're at 2214 Collie Saloon Road. They'll help you set a budget for your vehicle, especially if it's a little bit older. Get you right back on the roadway and tell you, hey, here's what's happening with your vehicle. And here's the things you need to think about for the future. Call them today at Ross Tire and Service and set up an appointment. 984-0099. That's 984-0099. The friendliest group of guys on this planet. And I'm telling you. You'll be part of the family. Ross Tire and Service, 2214 Kali Saloon Road. Hey, give them a call today, 984-0099. Here for you in times of uncertainty. Tracking coronavirus, I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on this Town Square Media Station. Team you can rely on even on the darkest days. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news and information update. We're working for you on air, behind the scenes every single day. We're following a potential hazmat situation on I-10 this morning as you get out and hit the road, Bernie's got the information you need to know. Your radio home for news and information for more than 60 years. You know, it's everything I need in the morning. News Talk 96.5. KPL.
portion of Acadiana's Morning News is brought to you by Service Chevrolet Cadillac at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey and 1214 Ambassador Caffrey. Hey, uh, look at KPL965.com to see the latest rides from the Service Chevrolet Pre-Owned Center. It's called Rob's Ride of the Week, and I'm headed over there just after the show today to pick up this week's Ride of the Week, and you'll be able to see it a little bit later on on our website. Your dream car is waiting. There's no reason you need to wait. Something for everyone, something for every budget. Again, your dream car is there. Two weeks ago, I drove a Land Rover Discovery that this thing was spotless on the inside. Um, I'm not sure if it's still there. Uh, there were a ton of people who were calling about it after Rob's Ride of the Week. And, um, you know, we're going to continue to bring you these cars because, you know, I'm a car guy and they have something for you. Trust me at service Chevrolet Cadillac. 1212 and 1214 Ambassador Caffrey, not far from I-10 in Lafayette. And when you go, tell them you want to see Rob's Ride of the Week. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's. Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. The Rush Morning Update is brought to you by Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Book your next traveling party at LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. An eighth grade student in New York City has written an op-ed in the New York Times that I cannot believe they ran. 13-year-old Veronique Mintz says that she's learning more with distance learning, like at home, than she did when her school was open. Now, she says that before the coronavirus lockdown, she had to put up with other students talking out of turn every day. Uh, they destroyed classroom materials, openly disrespected the teachers. They blurted out answers during tests. She says that other students regularly pushed and kicked and hit each other. And that was life in her middle school every single day. Now, she wrote about the problems with so-called collaborative learning, which she says accounts for 80% of classroom work in her school. It's done in groups. Dedicated students have to try to make the unmotivated kids finish assignments and behave. But distance learning has allowed Ms. Mintz to take control of her own studies. She can now focus on her work and is not being held back by the losers. Ms. Mintz, I want to thank you. You have single-handedly explained why so many parents in New York and in other blue cities want school choice. They want a say in where they send their kids to school so they won't have to put up with what you've been forced to put up with every day until the coronavirus saved you. How about that?
folks, it is once again my privilege to join Mahindra in honoring those who have so bravely served our country. It's time for the seventh annual Mahindra Military Salute Giveaway. To celebrate our Independence Day, the 4th of July, we will randomly select one deserving service member to receive a new Mahindra 4540 four-wheel drive tractor. It's a real deal. Tough as nails. Compact utility tractor with an impressive loader and three-point lift capacities. So help us find a brave American to receive this rugged Mahindra. To nominate somebody who is active duty or a veteran of the military and to get official rules, visit RushLimbaugh.com and look for the Mahindra Military Salute Giveaway. Thanks to Mahindra, the official tractor of tough. And God bless all of you who protect our freedom. Take advantage of rock bottom prices and great financing on new Mahindra subcompact, compact, or utility tractors or Mahindra utility vehicles. To find your dealer and test drive a Mahindra, please visit whymahindra.com. Here for you in times of uncertainty. Tracking coronavirus, I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on this Town Square Media Station. Team you can rely on even on the darkest days. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news and information update. We're working for you on air, behind the scenes every single day. We're following a potential hazmat situation on I-10 this morning. As you get out and hit the road, Bernie's got the information you need to know. Your radio home for news and information for more than 60 years. You know, it's everything I need in the morning. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Get the free KPL News app in the App Store and Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge, Lafayette. Democrats are going to the White House. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Ten of them from the House getting a briefing this hour on Russian meddling in Afghanistan. Information President Trump insists he wasn't given because it wasn't considered credible. How can you run an administration where something this important is not brought to your level? Democratic Senate Leader Chuck Schumer. And if you were told about the report and did nothing, that's even worse. Shame on you. Fox's Rachel Sutherland has more live. Dave, the Pentagon says there's no corroborating evidence that Russia put bounties on U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany told reporters there's no consensus among intelligence agencies on the matter. In effect, there are dissenting opinions from some in the intelligence community with regards to the veracity of what's being reported. The New York Times cites unnamed sources as saying President Trump was given the intelligence in written form in February possibly linked to an investigation into the killing of three Marines in a car bombing last year. Dave? Rachel, more than a dozen states have closed bars or gyms or other places or paused reopenings in the coronavirus resurge in the South and West. White House Task Force Dr. Anthony Fauci told the Fox News Rundown podcast, Masks diminish the risk, but if you put yourself in a situation with a crowd, it doesn't completely eliminate the risk. Mask wearing in public is now mandatory in Jacksonville, Florida, where in August Republicans will gather for their convention. RNC Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel told Fox. We're going to listen to the local authorities and we're going to make sure this is a safe and healthy convention. And we're going to abide by what the mayor and the governor are saying. The polls are just opening in Oklahoma on primary election day. They're also voting in primaries in Colorado and Utah, mostly by mail. China today approved that new security law for Hong Kong. Responding to months of pro-democracy protests, the U.S. warns it could lead to a crackdown on free speech. America's listening to Fox News. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. 
Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. It's already a number one bestseller, and it's called Blitz. Trump will smash the left and win. By famed author David Horowitz, Blitz makes predictions about President Trump that will shock you. He also warns about radical groups like Antifa. Blitz is at bookstores, or get the free offer and save $28. Just call 800-NEWSMAX or go to Blitz411.com. Blitz411.com. Mike Huckabee says if everyone read Blitz, Trump would win. Newsmax says it's the best book for 2020. Call 800-NEWSMAX for the free offer now. President Trump retweeted another video that's caused some controversy days after the one of his supporters in Florida that includes one yelling white power. He since deleted that one. The White House says he hadn't heard that comment in it. This new one involves a white Missouri couple who confronted protesters outside their home with guns. Mark McCloskey says he and his wife Patricia were facing an angry mob on their private street and feared for their lives after he says they broke a gate to his estate. <laughs> Video on social media shows Mark McCloskey pointing an AR-15 style rifle and Patricia brandishing a handgun. Mark shouts at protesters as some in the diverse crowd urge the group to ignore them and move on. Police say they're investigating the matter as trespassing and intimidation by assault against the couple. Protesters were on the way to the home of St. Louis Mayor Lida Krusen, demanding she resign for publicly revealing names and addresses of people who support defunding the police. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. There's a new place in Virginia joining many other communities across America, giving some migrants here illegally accused of crimes what some might consider sanctuary. Prince William County, Virginia, which includes Manassas and is a large suburb of Washington, D.C., will no longer be assisting the agents of U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE. This means that anyone arrested by local law enforcement in Prince William County will not be screened for immigration offenses, nor held for action to be taken by the federal authorities, despite the county sheriff voicing his support for it. The county's decision is cheered by immigrant rights groups. Evan Brown, Fox News. It's deadline day for small businesses. Their last chance to apply for those loans Congress approved to help deal with a coronavirus-caused recession. If a certain amount is used to keep workers on the payroll, the businesses don't have to pay those loans back. On Wall Street, stock futures not moving much the day after the big rally that sent the Dow up nearly 600 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick. High today, 91. Your full forecast from Daniel Phillips is coming up on the show. Tort reform aimed at lowering auto insurance rates has taken center stage through most of the regular and special session this year. Now lawmakers have until 6 p.m. tonight to pass their last-ditch efforts before the session ends. ThePolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says legislators are still considering everything, including resolutions to temporarily suspend portions of the current tort law. Now, outside of the central battle over tort, lawmakers have a number of other issues to finalize. Legislation shielding public and private schools from suits related to potential COVID-19 outbreaks at schools, just one vote away from final passage. The measure providing grocery store workers, bus drivers, and other frontline workers with a one-time $250 check gains final legislative approval in the House and is headed to the governor's desk. Monroe Senator Jay Morris says federal coronavirus relief dollars will pay for the tax credit. Frontline or essential workers will be eligible for this $250 check if they make under $50,000 per year. 
A big challenge to a 2014 law in Louisiana regarding abortion clinics. Here's Matt Doyle. Civil rights attorney S. Mandisa Moore O'Neill says most Louisiana abortion clinics couldn't get admitting privileges and would risk of being shut down. Choice should be talked about in the framework of these hospitals choosing not to accept abortion and a provider. And the court's majority rationale for the ruling against the law was that a nearly identical Texas law was already deemed unconstitutional. But Congressman Mike Johnson, who defended the law in court, has his doubts. It's almost as if the court was using that as an excuse. I'm Matt Doyle. Dr. Holly Bofi is returning to the Lafayette Parish School System as principal of the WD and Mary Baker Smith Career Center. Dr. Bofi will continue to represent Southwest Louisiana on the State Board of Elementary and Secondary Education. She was selected as the 2010 Louisiana State Teacher of the Year while teaching at Lafayette's Paul Bro Middle School. Lafayette will be getting three new A&W restaurants. A Lafayette businessman will open the first of three locations in a shopping center in the planning stages for some time near Ponte Mouton and I-49. Health officials believe that recent demonstrations over the killing of George Floyd by police have not resulted in a significant addition of new COVID-19 cases. That's according to Assistant State Official Dr. Joseph Cantor, and he says it's probably because the virus doesn't spread well outside and protesters were wearing masks. He adds, no matter what other mitigation efforts are taken, it's still always best to avoid large crowds. The Louisiana Workforce Commission says over half of the money in the state's unemployment trust fund has been spent during the coronavirus pandemic. LWC Executive Director Ava Dejois says there's growing concern for the fund, which was one time $1 billion. She says it could run dry within 14 weeks. Now the state has paid out $3.5 billion in unemployment benefits. A new report from the CDC indicates pregnant women are more likely to experience symptoms and even be hospitalized for COVID-19. LSU Health New Orleans Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology Assistant Professor Dr. Rebecca Gee says pregnant women are not more likely to die from the virus, though. The study looked at 325,000 women ages 15 to 44 who had tested positive for COVID-19, and of those, 8,200 were pregnant. The state continues its battle with COVID-19 with 845 new cases yesterday. Here's more. LDH also reports 46% of those new cases are among those 29 and younger, and 25% of the new cases came from the Acadiana region. The statewide positivity rate is just shy of 10%. During phase one, the positivity rate was below 5%. Hospitalizations are the highest they've been in over a month, increasing by 22 to 737. It was just three weeks ago when hospitalizations were below 600. Total deaths, 3,091, up by five. I'm Kevin Barnhart. And 4th of July celebrations may have a little bit of changes due to the COVID-19 restrictions, but there are several of them still going on in our area, including the Broussard Fireworks Show at St. Julian Park, Erath 4th of July, Eunice 4th of July, Jennings in Youngsville also hosting celebrations. You could read more about that at kpel965.com. A veteran Louisiana firefighter is charged now after he was detained at the Texas-Mexico border with 150 pounds of marijuana in the toolbox of his truck. The DEA says Michael Monscanto, a firefighter in St. John Parish, he was arrested back on June 17th. The fact that Monscanto was discovered with so much leads authorities to believe the drugs were apparently meant for distribution. And another event that moves online. Now, we can't replicate the smell of the 2020 World Championship Gumbo Cook-Off, but organizers of the event reportedly waited as long as they could before making a decision not to hold an in-person event. 
Yesterday, the event's board of directors opted to make a choice out of concern for public safety and health. They say they're in the, quote, working it out phase of how to make the 2020 event as good as it can be. I'm sure it will still taste good. You're all up to date. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana by the afternoon. High heat index again today sitting in the triple digits and probably there by about noon. We'll see the highs on the thermometer read up to about 92 degrees. Winds from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. 10% chance for a quick passing shower and then 77 for your overnight low. More dust on the way for tomorrow, so expect a hazier day for Wednesday. Going to be hot outside as well. We'll start to see the rain chances creeping back into the forecast by Friday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. This portion of Acadiana's Morning News is brought to you by Compassion International. Join Compassion and give hope to a family in extreme poverty during COVID-19. Give a $40 one-time gift by texting the word HOPE to 833-93. That's HOPE to 833-93 now. Good morning, I'm Leighton Kirkpatrick. I pledge allegiance to the flag in the United States of America and to the public with its stands, one nation under God, indivisible, a liberty after all. Amen. Have a good day, Acadia. You know, it's like a breath of fresh air when you walk in the door. Me? 713 here at Newstock 96.5 KPL. The Tuesday Talker is here. Hey. Well, you know what? You come in, you're all shirt and tied up. Well, it's like you walk in here and you're like, okay, Rob, you t- show me where the fires are. I will put them. Let's out get for it. You. Let's go. Let's get it. You get. You tell me one time <laughs> and I got it under control. So, uh, Chad Romero, appreciate you sitting in today. Yeah, no problem. Good morning. It's good to talk to you on yeah. the phone uh, with us this morning. Trooper Thomas Gossin, who is also on the roads of Acadiana, making everything better. Good morning to you, sir. I don't know about making everything better, but I am on the road. <laughs> Come on. Let me let me just throw you a compliment on a Tuesday morning. Come on. Just yeah, take it. Yeah. Well, uh, appreciate it. Good morning, Chad. So, Good morning. Um, people often send us this question, and and I think, you know, it's not that it's confusing. It's just that people get intimidated, and it comes with, mm-hmm. you know, down to reporting crashes. I get questions often mm-hmm. about... You know, when do we have to report a crash? You know, say there's just a fender bender. Maybe there's very minimal damage. Is there any way we can just call our insurance company? Same situation when things happen on the interstate. Maybe you observe something happening. Um, When do you call it in or what do you do? So let's talk about reporting today and when you need to call 911. What's the situation? Maybe, you know, some people are also afraid to call 911 because they think like, oh, well, no one's neck is broken. I'm not going to do that. But, you know, there are kind of qualified things to call in for just to get that first responder out there just in case. Yeah, you know, so as a, as as the motoring public, you know, when you see something, a lot of times people will call 911, hey, do y'all know about this crash here? Most of the time, we, you know, it's already been reported, but that's fine, and, and that's okay if you want to call that in. Um, but what happens whenever, you know, Rob accidentally you know, runs into the back of Chad's vehicle, you know, y'all stop at the, at the light, and you, sit, you look at the vehicle and say, man, there's not a lot of damage. Um, yeah, I'm good. You can go. And and you go ahead and leave. And then a little while later, you realize, man, wait, hold on. This is a lot worse than I thought. Um, you know, do you call in? At that point, guys, it's over. It's done. You, it becomes a civil matter. So it's important that, 
you know, maybe call the police when that happens. Number one, get off the roadway. Number one, get off the roadway. A lot of people think that if you crash your vehicle, you got to hold it right there because of evidence, and they need to be able to see where everything is. And that's not true. If you feel comfortable enough or if it's safe enough, snap a few quick phone shots or pictures of, of the surrounding, like, of the vehicles and where they were, and then get off the roadway. Park into a private drive or off the side of the roadway. You've got to clear the lane of travel, period. Um, there is a law that states you must clear the roadway when you're able to do so. So please do that. Now, we run into this a lot, too, where something might fall off of a truck. Let's say I'm, I'm following a vehicle. Something falls off of it. Um, you know, I notify the guy. We pull over. Again, I don't see a line of damage, so I'm like, well, no, it's good. We're, we're fine, and everybody leaves. And then later on, you get home, and your radiator's leaking, and now you want to report. Yep. Once you leave the scene, guys, we're not, we're not, the, the evidence is gone, the, where the location occurred. It began, again, it becomes a civil matter. So it's important to call the police, get a, get somebody out there. Now, once once the police gets out there and, you, you know, you and the other driver discuss it, maybe y'all decided y'all don't want to get a police report involved, you just want to handle it amongst yourselves, that's fine, too. You can tell me that, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll leave. Uh, and you let you, but it's it, again, know that at that point, once we leave and it's done, you can't call me a day or two late and say, Hey, or, or later on and say, Hey, I, I decided I want that report now. It doesn't happen that way. So you got to kind of know on the scene, what's the, what's the danger in calling and getting a report? You know, it, it's, a, it's an official document saying that this is the evidence I've observed. This is what he said. This is what she said. It's just an independent person coming and becoming involved in the crash to be able to record all the facts of the case right there on the scene as they were reported and as the officers saw, especially if there's evidence on the roadway of something happening, you know? Okay. So that's important. I had, I had, I had a friend that, that something fell off of a truck just the other day. Mm-hmm. She ran over it and, and the, the 18-wheeler, she was able to get the company's name. The, every, everything was done. She didn't think she had any problems. She had run flat tires, didn't realize it, it gassed her car, tire until she got to work. Well, luckily, the 18-wheeler driver had called his company and said, "Hey, look, this this piece fell off. This girl hit the hit it, hit it. You know, she she made the call. So they he self-reported. Thank thank goodness, because when she called it in, you know, we were like, look, we we got to be able to see these things. It can't, it can't happen. And you know, two hours later, you can't call and say, I want I want I want to see somebody. Mm-hmm. So what because happens? And no longer there. What happens when something like that happens on the interstate? And maybe the car, you know, something fell off a truck, and they don't know it. And so maybe they don't know it. They don't know. They keep on going. That's correct. That that and look, that does happen pretty often. So at that point, at that point, you know, it becomes your. If you didn't get a license plate number, a DOT number, a company number, something onto that truck to identify it, then it just falls back on your and on your insurance company yeah. to cover the, the you know so comp and collision you know comp and collision that's the you know a lot of people drive around with liability only if i if i have liability only in my car and i run straight out of this parking lot into that ditch you know and i've got damage well that's what Sorry. Mean, right? there's nobody mm. there's no, yeah it's it's it, does a crash report help me at that point not really i i mean the who am i going to turn the crash report into some people will get a crash report for that because technically it is a crash but that's not something that I can turn into a report, a company, a, a, an insurance company, and, and get money for because I only have liability. Liability only covers other people's cars, vehicles, and property, not mine. You know, uh, uh, same thing with hitting a deer. Yeah, you know, same thing with hitting a deer. That's exactly where I was going. You don't know. Yeah, you, you don't, don't know. Sue. You can't sue a the deer. deer. The deer doesn't have a policy. Right. I'm going after somebody. That's correct. Oh, I got no. a good attorney. Now the difference. <laughs> 
Well, look, the difference is this. Uh, <laughs> wildlife and things like that, we can't control. If you hit someone's cow uh, or horse or goat or pig or some, some domesticated animal that is from a farm and we're able to locate where that farm is and, the, you know, there's somebody that says takes ownership of that, then their, their farm policy, their home policy, whatever the insurance policy is that they have will, is, is liable. They need to cover that da- the damage caused by that animal that got out. I'm always so the difference between wildlife and domesticated. I'm always so scared to leave the like if somebody my wife got in an accident one time and it was clearly the other lady's fault while they were in the middle of the road and I'm like don't move cuz I want the cop to see cuz pictures well, don't do it justice anytime. I don't want to I don't want to get out of the way. You got to go. But no, I want you to see this lady's like cross or man it or not. I mean I'm not just with it, that yeah, but they're look, crossways that, in the road, and I want to prove to you that I'm going in the right direction. I, I get it, but the thing is, direct direction of travel, the way the damages are on the car, where the damages are on each car, that's that is telling. That's something that, right. that's facts that cannot be changed. All right. So a lot of times, these guys who do go through reconstruction school, most a lot of them are reconstructionists. You know, they're very skilled at what they do, especially if it's somebody who's experienced and works. You know, hundreds of crashes a, a year, which which is possible. Yeah. You know, so you know it happens. It, it happens often. So you know, I, I would say, look, I would say you're better off safe than sorry. Yeah. A cousin of mine comes off the interstate, bumps into the guy who's going to take off on the south side, bumps into him. Um, accident. You know, again, accident. Young kid. He bumps into this guy. The guy gets out. Asks for his insurance. Asks for his license. He says, look, it's okay. Never mind. We're good. And leaves. So he was. My, my cousin was at fault. But this guy just go ahead and leave. Well, he gets home and tells his father, my, my first cousin, he says, hey, you need to go back and call the police. I mean, you, you can't just not report this. So he goes back to the interstate, calls the police, and says, look, it was my fault. I bumped into this guy. Um, and but, but why? Why Why was that so important to do? Well, that guy has his insurance information. What if he turns around and files a claim against his, my cousin's insurance information, you know, that he gave to him? Now, come to find out, the guy didn't have insurance. That's why he didn't want to call the police. Right. You know, and know this, too. In Louisiana, you if you don't have insurance on, on your, if you personally don't have insurance, you can't sue up to a certain amount uh, someone else if they hit you in a, in a crash, which is a good thing in here in Louisiana, right? And that's, um, a, that's the, you know, will help enforce the Louisiana uh, insurance requirements, too, you know? That's correct. Now, it's up to a certain point. I'm not sure the specifics of that. You'd have to talk to an insurance, some you know, someone in the insurance industry to get the exact on that. I don't but, have that but, much money. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than what I could do. It's plenty for my car, I promise you. Hey, um, Chad, look, oh, but, I'm sorry, Thomas. The, um, the, the other part of it, too, is, is reporting things because... You know, sometimes you end up in these situations where it's like, oh, it's private property or public property. That's one of the first determinations that has to be made. As someone who was sideswiped in a mall parking lot, Mm -hmm. and guess what? They they said, you know, it's private property here. Your insurance companies are just going to figure it out. And that is crazy. Like That makes me so mad because it was a very clear clear sideswipe. And you want to talk about reconstruction. It, yeah, you could re. I don't need no reconstruction school for that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Private private lots are a different animal. You know, we deal with public public roadways. A lot of times, the, the sheriff's office or the police departments, wherever that lo- location is, is going to do that. Now, what do they do? They come out. They they do an insurance 
basically swap information, maybe take statements, um, and, you know, let you guys, you know, again, your insurance companies are going to have to fight it out to see who's more at fault or less at fault or at fault, period. Yep. You know, and that, that it is. It, it's a pain when it's, if, 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 when it's a private lot crash. You know you know what happened? Not, not, not a whole lot. Lot. There was, a, there was a two lanes that were merging into one, and, of course, everyone with a, any lick of sense knows when that happens, it alternates. You know, like one yeah. car goes, the other one comes. So it was my turn. And the woman that should have gone behind me, she just hit the gas, took off the front of my car. She like, And then you know what it was? Swap insurance because it was on private property. Yeah. Ah! I'm surprised more. I look, I'm surprised more crashes don't happen occur, occur around, you know, around the mall mm-hmm. uh, in Acadiana Mall because of there's no, there's no striping on the roadway. Well, you know, I, was, I was in the wrong lane the other day. Yeah. And my pastor says, you know, you realize you're going head on traffic, traffic, right? I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. You don't even know which yeah, way. But, and I'll tell you, I've seen my wife no, leave no, the no. house during the <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond or Bath & Body Works scandal <laughs> sale. I'm shocked there isn't more crashes on that day, you know? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Hey, Trooper Thomas Gosson. So, so at the end of the day, you gotta get you gotta get a report. Once you leave the scene, yeah. it becomes a civil matter, uh, and yeah. you know, uh, if nothing else, just call the police to the scene. And and if you decide at that point you don't want to report, that's fine. We'll, we won't do a report. No big deal. A lot of people don't want to get the police involved because they don't want to get a ticket. You know, so please understand that if there's somebody in front of you saying, "Look, man, I'm gonna handle this. I'm gonna handle it. Don't worry about it." They probably don't. They may not have insurance, or they may be wanted. They may not have a driver's license. There's something may be wrong. I'm not saying they all are. They're not. But just know you better be safe than sorry. Very interesting. Hey, nice. Trooper Thomas Gosson, thanks so much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you all. All right, 725 now at Newstalk 96.5 KPL. We're back with more Acadiana's Morning News after this. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app. Free in the App Store or Google Play. So it's a brand new week, and of course, everybody's trying to get some more sleep, thinking about all the responsibilities and the things that they have to do for this week. Look. If you want to really get an edge and feel better every single day, you need to get yourself a sleep number bed. So a sleep number bed allows you to have your own setting so you determine how soft or how firm you want the mattress. My sleep number setting is at 50. My husband's is at 60. Two totally different numbers, but it doesn't matter. The same bed. You know, if you want to feel good, you need to get a great night's sleep. And you'll get a great night's sleep every single night on a sleep number bed. Why? Because they have the research to prove it. I've been sleeping on a sleep number bed more than 20 years, and I'm telling you, you can't do it without a sleep number bed. Yeah, they really are that good. Just had a friend the other day. He and his wife went and bought a sleep number bed. You can do it too. I suggest you do this today during the lowest prices of the season. Because you can save $400 on a sleep number. 360 C4 smart bed. Now just $12.99. Yeah, it's a great deal. But it's only for a limited time at a Sleep Number store. You can also look it up at sleepnumber.com or go to the store right at the corner of Settler's Trace and Ambassador Caffrey, that same shopping center where you're going to find Whole Foods. And when you get there, you're going to fall in love with a Sleep Number bed. Tell them Bernadette Lee sent you. 
This is Acadiana's home for breaking news and weather. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from KPL96.5.com. And now making headlines across the country this morning, Jacksonville, Florida is taking further action to stop the spread of the coronavirus as the city prepares to host the Republican National Convention later this summer. As of yesterday, masks now must be worn indoors at all public places. Mayor Lenny Curry had previously opposed making it mandatory to wear a mask. No end date for the requirement has been announced, so it's unclear if the policy will still be in effect when the Republican convention comes to town in August. 16 states have slowed down reopening as coronavirus cases continue to surge. Here's Fox's Jackie Abanez with more. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey shutting down gyms, water parks, movie theaters, and bars. This is the state sees a steady daily increase in new infections with over 3,000 new cases reported Sunday. Los Angeles is closing its beaches for the 4th of July holiday weekend after reporting a record one-day rise with nearly 3,000 new cases. Florida seeing more than 9,500 new cases Saturday and more than 8,500 Sunday. The city of Jacksonville now requiring people to wear masks indoors and in public to help curb the spread. This is a group of doctors demand the mayor rethink the convention altogether, writing this, quote, allowing this number of people to descend on Jacksonville is unequivocally provocative of disease, predictably harmful and medically disrespectful to the citizens of this city, much less the rest of the country. That was Jackie Abanez, now Democratic presidential hopeful Joe Biden, expected to blast the president and his handling of the pandemic later on today in an event Fox's Jill Nato reports. Democratic presidential hopeful former Vice President Joe Biden is expected to be speaking somewhere in Wilmington, Delaware later today. His campaign won't say exactly where, but they do say the topic will be Donald Trump's failure to protect the American people, the need to address the growing pandemic, and how to safely and effectively reopen the economy. As for that economic reopening, White House economic advisor Larry Kudlow told reporters Monday. Overwhelming evidence that we're in V-shaped recovery. And even though Biden is ahead of President Trump in most major polls, the president tweeted Monday, polls are a joke. Jill Nato, Fox News. Leading congressional Republicans confirmed Monday that U.S. intelligence agencies have developed information on a Russian military operation aimed at American and allied troops in Afghanistan. But GOP lawmakers said any U.S. response needs to wait until the intelligence agencies review all the material. Some current and former intelligence officials are familiar with reports of Russia offering bounties to kill U.S. and allied troops. They say it's less ambiguous than the White House and some lawmakers have claimed. House Democrats want the Senate to take action on the HEROES Act coronavirus relief bill before the 4th of July break. House Democratic Caucus Chairman Hakeem Jeffries said the White House response to the pandemic has been a, quote, unmitigated disaster. The New York Democrat blasted President Trump, saying he has spent more time playing golf than providing good leadership or wearing a mask. SpaceX is set for another historic launch. A Falcon 9 rocket is set to blast off from Cape Canaveral today in the company's first ever launch as part of the U.S. Space Force mission. The Space Force was created in December, and the rocket in today's launch will carry satellites for military use. A 15-minute launch window begins just before 4 o'clock this afternoon, Easter time. Weather is 60% go. More dust from the Sahara is set to hit the U.S. this week. A plume could reach the Gulf of Mexico by midweek and later spread over the Caribbean and southern states. Louisiana and Texas likely to be hit hard again. The dust traveling from the Sahara Desert has caused hazy skies, poor air quality, 
and poses a health risk to anyone with a respiratory condition. And finally, the Sundance Film Festival is expanding its outreach amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Director Tabitha Jackson unveiled a two-pronged approach at a memo yesterday. The largest independent film festival in the United States is planning to broaden its Utah programming to run in at least 20 cities and community theaters across the country. Jackson said the full Sundance event will take place in Utah, but the partners will offer complimentary lineups of their own. She also outlined an online component making it more accessible for viewers during the pandemic. 91 degrees are high today. Daniel Phillips has the weather. Mostly sunny skies out there through the afternoon today. It is going to be another hot one. We'll see those temperatures work their way into the lower 90s. That heat index going to be sitting in the triple digits. We'll probably be there by about lunchtime later on this afternoon. Winds are going to be from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. 10% chance for maybe a quick, brief passing shower, but those are going to be few and far between. As we go overnight tonight, we will see those temperatures drop down to around 77 degrees, and the winds will be calming down as well. Dust on the way for tomorrow, so it's going to be a little bit hazier out there for your Wednesday. It should start to lift down to the region by Thursday, and shower is going to be returned to the forecast on Friday. Looks like a front going to be stalling just offshore, which will keep the doors open for showers throughout the course of the weekend and into next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. This week, we're getting ready for our 4th of July special by asking people from all over the country, what do you think? makes America great. But it's not about politics or political parties. It's about bringing people together on our nation's birthday to remember what has made this country the greatest nation the world has ever known. It's full of personal stories of struggles, sacrifices, and successes that could only be written in America. So join us for our American Ground What Makes America Great 4th of July special. We hope you'll enjoy it, and we hope it'll make your celebration of the 4th of July even that much better. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Paul on News Talk 96.5 KPL and streaming live at KPL96.5.com. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. And looking at the roads of Acadiana, that one issue we told you about in the Doosan area, well, that has been cleared up. We now move on to the 2400 block of Ambassador Caffrey. That's near uh, the Dulles intersection, a stalled vehicle there. And still that stalled vehicle on I-10, still there. It's 738 now at Newstock 96.5 KPL. If there's anything you need to tell us about, you can give us a call, 232-1542. It's 739 now at Newstalk 96.5 KPL. It's the last day of June. Today? Yes. Tomorrow is July 1st. You know what that means, by the way? Not to get too financially, but that means a tax day is 15 days away. 14 days. You know, do you think that in in the two weeks that's going to be extended again? I know some people 
had said, oh, um, I wonder if uh, no, I wonder if it's going to go to September. No, I would say no. People need to get to it. They they would have more advance, I think, notice than two weeks. I think. I mean, you that's know, my opinion. You know, the IRS, they're, they're like the... And they uh, want their money. I was about to say, they're like the meanest landlord mm-hmm. ever. They want hey, their money. Get out. Um, when we when you come on the show, there are a lot of things you like to do, and you always send you a little request and things that, that you know we, we have going on. Mm-hmm. But this is usually your favorite. The KPL Topic Train is running right on time. Driven by Bruce Hart Poche, LLP, Certified Public Accountants. So we have... Uh, we have a memorial today. Okay. Rest in peace to the man who brought us one of the creepiest songs and videos ever. <gasps> Do you remember this song by any chance? Yeah. Into the Night. Yeah. Benny Mardones. Benny Mardones. Yes. Have you ever seen the video to this? I'm watching it right now. It's kind of creepy. He's just kind of walking like, oh, through the I mean, have you ever listened to this song? I don't know that I've ever even listened to Oh. Uh, I mean, this guy's just walking down the sidewalk right now. Is he going? He's going wait, to someone's going house. going to the phone booth or something. He's going to someone's house. Yeah. Um, She's just 16 years old. Okay, you got me now? 16 years old? That's right. Anyway. It's a great tune, though. Um, we say goodbye to Benny Bardones, who he died, died yesterday. Long battle with Parkinson's. He was, I'm going to need a second. He was 73 years old. Um, but also, his legacy, a little bit unsettling. The show, or the song called Into the Night, came out in 1980 when Benny was 33 years old. The lyrics made it sound like a love song. It starts like this. She was just 16 years old. Leave her alone, they say. Separated by fools who don't know what love is yet. Now, Benny said the song was... <laughs> Benny said the song was inspired by a platonic relationship he had with a teenage neighbor whose father had left their family, like who had moved on with his life. But he doesn't explain that in the video, which starts out with Benny walking up to the girl's front door and then going around the side door of her house and staring at her through her bedroom window. It gets worse. The next 90 seconds of the song, the part you're hearing right now, um, he's pouring his heart out to her on the phone. Vinny's on the payphone, as you said, in the phone booth. Right. Um, he just can't take it anymore. Goes back to her Klaus, climbs through the window, unrolls a secret magic carpet, and takes her for a ride. I got I'm sorry. That's weird. It's weird. But Vinny Martinez hey, is done. But now the explanation is there. Yes. Right? So he it makes a little bit more never, sense. But uh, but whenever but you watch it, I mean... It, magic carpet? Like, what's... Yeah, I know. It's, it, I told you. By the way, Benny Mardona's in this video. He looks like the 16-year-old girl. He has that oh, hair, like oh, that feathered 80s hair. Oh, yeah. Hair, oh, yeah. You know? oh, yeah. He was anyway, owning it. Rest in peace to One Benny Mardona's and you creepiness. Right. All right. Mm, good fact. Parkinson's. Sad. God, that's a horrible. Um, What's something you've said recently that would actually make no sense in 2019? Uh, I mean, the first thing that pops into my head is social distancing. Oh, God. What does that mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Working from home. Working from home, W, F, H, you know people use the oh, WFH. Yeah, WFH today. Working yes. from home today. Um, here are some things. Quote: They wouldn't let me into the bank because I wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> that would make no sense last year. <laughs> Number two: That was a beautiful Zoom wedding. Would make no sense to most people. Um, Number three: You found Clorox wipes. S- that. 
I won't, I'm not going to finish. We have a friend that said that literally. Like well, she in walked your- in our kitchen, they were visiting, and she, my wife, had one on the couch, well, the- and she's like, <gasps> like held it up like the Holy Grail. The end of this quote was, "Oh, there's more. Oh. You found Clorox wipes. Someone wants to get some. Oh, that's what that's what it says. Right. Number three, yeah. just ate my 39th loaf of homemade bread and traded the 40th for some toilet paper. <laughs> that would not have made sense. Number five, you're invited to my daughter's drive-by 10th birthday. That would not make sense. I no. Um, I might have preemptively home. I might preemptively homeschool in the fall because it's going to happen next year again anyway. Like what? I mean, that's someone who doesn't have much um, hope in the system. They really don't trust it. Number seven. I'm glad those murder hornets weren't any worse. <laughs> and finally, mom, dad, I don't care what you heard on TV. Please do not inject yourself with bleach. <laughs> Things that would not have made sense That's in 2019 so true. you know um there's a new scent out there oh, Lord. it's for sale just in time for your summertime beach trips maybe mm. it is called uh de space it is literally a fragrance that smells like outer space originally developed by nasa to get people used to what the smell is like apparently it's kind of sulfurish really in the in smell so they give that to the astronaut? You can order a twenty-nine bottle right twenty-nine dollar bottle right now. People say it smells like a mix of gunpowder. Here we go. Ready? Gunpowder, steak, raspberries, and rum is the smell of space. That smell sounds like a great Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Gunpowder, steak, raspberries, and rum. It's like my kitchen. As long as you don't do it opposite. As long as you don't have the rum, rum first, right. then the gunpowder. Because <laughs> then, then the- we might be talking about another. Benny the Mon- Montinez right. song. What's his Madonet. name? Mendonez. Ma- Wait, now you got me. Whatever. Um, top things we forget. Okay? Things that just we don't think about enough, so we forget about them, we lose them, everything right. else. Passwords. Things we need at the grocery store, and once we get to the grocery store, we don't know what it is. <laughs> Where your keys are. Walking into a room and forgetting why you walk there. People's names after you've been introduced. If that's your issue, I was told really early on in my career, if there's one thing you remember, you remember names. And you know what? I have a trick for that. Do you know the trick for no. my trick for it? No. I think, did you say this already? Say it again. Because I don't, it. yeah, we've talked about it. When someone introduced me to them, I look like into their eyes and I can almost always remember like the color to their name. I don't know. There's just something about it. Mm. Also, when you look deeply into someone's eyes, it's the equivalent of like, you know, they used to say, like, if you're nervous going on stage, just picture everyone naked. Right. Whole deal. Um, it's the same thing to me because this part of someone's face is all the same. Doesn't matter what you're the CEO of. Doesn't right. matter if you're homeless. Doesn't, doesn't matter anything. Anything. That part, is, hmm. you know, but I'm colorblind. So if I told you what color I thought the eyes were, it wouldn't be. Are, right. You're colorblind? Yes. Majorly. How about this? If I wouldn't be colorblind, you wouldn't be talking to me right now. You know why? Why? Because my whole life, until the age of maybe 12, okay, when the colorblindness was actually diagnosed, I was always going to be a pilot of some sort. It's what I always wanted to do. 12 years old, yeah, at the eye doctor. Apparently, this doctor in New Orleans also did the FAA certifications. He kind of knew, I guess maybe we talked about, my aspirations. And now he goes, 
you know, sometimes you got to follow, got to follow blue lights to purple lights. They're all going to look the same to you. So I would think about yeah, doing I'll, something else. So from that point, I mean, from 12 and I just moved, bam. it was all going to be news news just was, um, forgetting where you put your pin, forgetting what day it is. And also forgetting to take something out of the freezer to defrost it. So there you go. All right. We just have a couple minutes left. All right. I keep this file because I love it, and it is coronavirus insanity. Okay? Oh, let's hear it. Just little things that come across, and they're just unbelievable. Number one, the coronavirus treatment for the drug remdesivir by Gilead scientists, it's going to cost $3,100 for people with health insurance. All the profit will go to the drug, even though it was developed with at least $70 million of taxpayer money. Does so that make I, any sense? No. We've already paid for it once. Gilead, we've already paid for our debt. I got to okay? pay for it again. Now you got to pay for it again. Um, one in 14 people say they'd still go into work even if they had clear coronavirus symptoms because they can't afford to not go. Mm. That's scary. Mm. Yeah. Main reason, they'd also feel guilty having someone else do their work. They'd also feel like they have too much to do to miss a day. And they also want to be seen as a hard worker and not weak. We got to We have some weird workplace culture in this country. Weird workplace um, culture. Number three, people finally allowed to kiss the Blarney Stone in Ireland again. The tradition had been shut down since March 13th. You know, people go kiss the Blarney Stone. Yeah, I don't believe I would do it. I don't think I would kiss it either. I would risk not having the extra luck. Yeah, I'll take my chances well. without the stone. Pediatricians in the U.S. have put out a statement strongly in favor of getting kids back to school this fall. It claims, quote, mounting evidence, kids are less and less likely to catch or transmit coronavirus. He says, quote, schools are fundamental to a child and adolescent development and well-being. Send them back. Really? It's pretty interesting. Normally you think the doctors would go safe. Yeah, I want to know the research on that, though. Like, it's, it's... I mean, we've known that they... It doesn't appear that they have the symptoms. I mean, they can get it. But the question is transmission. I mean, yeah. will you get it at school and bring it home? That's the question people have had. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, with public bathrooms, another story out of Scotland. Uh, public bathrooms across Scotland. People have been using the restroom outside of our... I say use the restroom, but restrooms are closed. You know what I'm saying. Right. Near Queen Elizabeth's vacation home because <laughs> it's a popular hiking trail area. And so they're having big problems because they have they're having issues because there's no bathrooms anymore. They're all closed down. So they go and hide on the trails and yeah. use the bathroom. They're as close to the throne as they can get. Just That's, saying. Yeah. Hugo's Tacos throne. in Los Angeles has closed both of its shops after people have screamed, cursed, and thrown drinks at employees who demand that they wear masks. Come on, people. Number seven, the main emotions people feel when they're shopping. Nervousness and stress, according to a new survey, 64% of people try to touch as few things as possible when they're shopping. Do you have rules for your kids? Oh, like, abs- have, absolutely. Have you had pop it? Because, I mean, we tried to avoid it for months, and then eventually you're in the car somewhere, and I can't leave my five-year-old like in the parking lot in the car. So I have to say, put on a mask and don't touch anything. Anything you think you want to touch, you tell me first, and I'll touch it. Put your hands in your pockets. We were that way to begin with. Mm-hmm. We're just conscious mean, of it, not as strict. You mean before COVID? Before COVID. Don't touch things in the store. We're hand washers. Okay. We don't touch doorknobs. We don't touch any of that stuff. From the bathroom to the to the 
you know, walking in and out of a store. If there's like, we're, we, I'm saying we're conscious of it. We're, we're not the phobia people, but we, we wash and wipe conscious. every time. And I mean, I wash my hands, I don't know, 20 times a day. Look by the door. We got yeah, I know. I, I've hit that four times already. Today. Get it. All right. And finally, here are the updated stats on convert, confirmed coronavirus cases as of last night. New cases in the United States. You ready? I'm ready. 44,450 new cases as of yesterday. 337 new deaths. Total cases in the U.S., 2.68 million with 128,700 deaths. Um, now more than 1.1 million have recovered. Total cases worldwide, 10.4 million with more than $508,000 death. More than 5.6 million people have beaten the virus globally. Some good news, stand on. Yeah. So there you good. go. That's your KPL topic train. Chad Romero's here with us. You going to stay for a little while in the 8 o'clock yeah, hour? I'm going to hang out. Good. 752 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL. We're back with more after this. For coronavirus updates around the clock and breaking news first, download the KPL News app. It's free in the App Store and Google Play. And when you're there, click the COVID-19 button for the latest coverage from KPL News. Nine. Homefern.com, homefern.com with 40,000 pieces of furniture in stock at their big distribution center. It's right here in Lafayette. And it's what allows them to guarantee next day delivery. Fall in love with it today. And tomorrow, you could be sitting on it, sleeping on it. Uh, let's see what else you do. Climbing up it. I mean, all the furniture things that you need to do, they have it for you. And you can find out more about it at homefern.com, homefern.com. I'll tell you, my store is the one at the corner of Johnston and Ambassador. And you know what? Sometimes we just need a little bit of inspiration. I told you guys about converting my guest bedroom. You know, we always had this queen-size bed in here. It was great furniture. It was nice. And when guests were in town, you know, they felt like the Queen of England. But guess what? We didn't use it at my house. We had to use it for an office, though, for two months. And uh, made a couple changes. Went to home furniture. Got a sofa sleeper to put in there instead. And we had our first guests on the sofa sleeper about three weeks ago. They were perfectly fine with it, but you know what? We can fold it away, and it's out of the way in our daily lives. Hey, there are buyers there who keep track of the latest trends and also do it to keep you with more money in your pockets by offering the best deals. Homefern.com, homefern.com, home furniture plus bedding, operating across the Gulf Coast with guaranteed next-day delivery. 7.56 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL. There's more Acadiana's morning news and Chad Romero to come right here on News Talk 96.5. Fox News commentary. The most and least patriotic states in America. More next. We started Untuck It to create the perfect untucked shirts, but we had other great ideas too, like super comfortable polos and short sleeve shirts that come out of the dryer looking crisp and wrinkle free. Today, save 25% on all short sleeve button downs and polos, including wrinkle free and sweat wicking performance. So even when it's hot in the shade, you'll feel cool and dry in an Untuck It shirt. Don't miss your chance to save 25% on all short sleeve styles today at your local Untuck It store and at UntuckIt.com. 
A new study performed by WalletHub.com ranked all 50 states on a scale of patriotism based on factors like military, civic, and voter engagement. When all was said and done, the top three most patriotic states were Idaho, then Wyoming, and in first place, New Hampshire, with an honorable mention for number four, Alaska, which ranks number one on military engagement. At the other end of the spectrum are number 48, California, number 49, New York, and dead last, 50th, New Jersey. Regardless of where you live and regardless of your political bent, this country has gone through a lot in the last few months. And sometimes it feels like we're coming apart at the seams. We have flaws in this country, some of them very deep. We can and must do better, but that should not mean being ashamed of this country, attacking or erasing its history, or any prevailing sense of ingratitude. America is the greatest nation in the history of the world, warts and all. We should be grateful and say God bless America. That's your Fox News commentary. News Talk 96.5 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette. What did President Trump know and when? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what a group of 10 House Democrats are trying to find out at a briefing at the White House the morning after Republicans got theirs on reports Russia was trying to pay the Taliban to kill U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan. Both sides of the aisle are demanding to know, was the president briefed on this or not? No word yet uh, from key administration officials with a definitive answer after reports broke overnight that key intelligence officers have come forward and said they did brief the president in writing in his presidential daily brief months ago. Fox's Jillian Turner. Republicans say Russia's been meddling in Afghanistan for years. Congressman Michael Waltz asked on Fox. Why is the New York Times and the Democrats making such an issue of this right now? Uh, months before an election. Democratic Senator Kirsten Gillibrand. President time and time again has not stood up to Vladimir Putin. The coronavirus surge in the South and the West has Arizona's Republican Governor Doug Ducey backing up, closing back down. Bars, gyms, Movie theaters, water parks, and tubing. More than a dozen states are shutting places or pausing reopenings. Masks are now required in more states and communities, including Jacksonville. Fox's Evan Brown, live in Florida. Yeah, Dave, the Republican National Convention is moving to Jacksonville because Charlotte, North Carolina, was potentially going to make everyone wear masks. GOP Chair Ronna McDaniel says North Carolina's Democratic governor was playing politics. So we kept continually coming to him and saying, we'll test people, we'll do this and that. And he said, I'm not going to give you any guidance. And in Florida, it's not about politics, it's about health and safety and how do we do this event. Now Jacksonville's mayor is announcing the mask policy at noon. Florida has had thousands of new cases of coronavirus reported daily for about two weeks now, Dave. Evan, hundreds of doctors have written a letter to Jacksonville's mayor wanting the convention postponed or downsized. America's listening to Fox News. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel. Language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com.
It's already a number one bestseller, and it's called Blitz. Trump will smash the left and win. By famed author David Horowitz, Blitz makes predictions about President Trump that will shock you. He also warns about radical groups like Antifa. Blitz is at bookstores, or get the free offer and save $28. Just call 800-NEWSMAX or go to Blitz411.com. Blitz411.com. Mike Huckabee says if everyone read Blitz, Trump would win. Newsmax says it's the best book for 2020. Call 800-NEWSMAX for the free offer now. Iran has condemned a journalist to die. Ruhollah Zam had been in exile, but was given a death sentence after his return. Why? He's blamed for putting information online that helped inspire big economic protests in Iran in 2017. Now, China has done what the U.S. didn't want it to, gone ahead with a crackdown on Hong Kong. China's parliament approving new national security legislation for Hong Kong, paving the way for sweeping changes. Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam saying the law will not compromise the city's autonomy, but the US and Britain fear a crackdown on free speech. China is acting after months of anti-government protests. Within hours of the law being approved, one of Hong Kong's best-known pro-democracy activist groups saying it's disbanding. Simon Owen, Fox News. It's been quite a while since most of us have gone to see a movie, and it might be a while longer. AMC Entertainment will now be reopening its theaters on July the 30th instead of July the 15th. On the new date, AMC will resume operations of 450 U.S. theaters as part of its phase plan to bring its 600-plus multiplexes back in operation by early August. AMC said the delay aligns with the newly scheduled release dates of Disney's Mulan and Warner Brothers' Tenant movies that have been pushed to August. AMC has been shuttered nationwide since mid-March due to the coronavirus pandemic. However, plans to reopen theaters could continue to change given the surge of cases in a number of states. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. A wildfire in California has caused about 20 homes to burn down. It's an island outside San Diego, an area that's already hit by the coronavirus very hard. Imperial County has seen hundreds of hospitalizations. On Wall Street, we're seeing stock futures down but only modestly ahead of the opening bell this hour. The day after the Dow gained nearly 600 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick. Hi today, 91. Your full forecast from Daniel Phillips is coming up on the show. Tort reform aimed at lowering auto insurance rates has taken center stage through most of the regular and special session this year. Now lawmakers have until 6 p.m. tonight to pass their last-ditch efforts before the session ends. ThePolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says legislators are still considering everything, including resolutions to temporarily suspend portions of the current tort law. Now, outside of the central battle over tort, lawmakers have a number of other issues to finalize. Legislation shielding public and private schools from suits related to potential COVID-19 outbreaks at schools, just one vote away from final passage. The measure providing grocery store workers, bus drivers, and other frontline workers with a one-time $250 check gains final legislative approval in the House and is headed to the governor's desk. Monroe Senator Jay Morris says federal coronavirus relief dollars will pay for the tax credit. Frontline or essential workers will be eligible for this $250 check if they make under $50,000 per year. 
A big challenge to a 2014 law in Louisiana regarding abortion clinics. Here's Matt Doyle. Civil rights attorney S. Mandisa Moore-O'Neill says most Louisiana abortion clinics couldn't get admitting privileges and would risk of being shut down. Choice should be talked about in the framework of these hospitals choosing not to accept abortion in a provider. And the court's majority rationale for the ruling against the law was that a nearly identical Texas law was already deemed unconstitutional. But Congressman Mike Johnson, who defended the law in court, has his doubts. It's almost as if the court was using that as an excuse. I'm Matt Doyle. Dr. Holly Bofi is returning to the Lafayette Parish School System as principal of the W.D. and Mary Baker Smith Career Center. Dr. Bofi will continue to represent Southwest Louisiana on the State Board of Elementary and Secondary Education. She was selected as the 2010 Louisiana State Teacher of the Year while teaching at Lafayette's Paul Bro Middle School. Lafayette will be getting three new A&W restaurants. A Lafayette businessman will open the first of three locations in a shopping center in the planning stages for some time near Ponte Mouton and I-49. Health officials believe that recent demonstrations over the killing of George Floyd by police have not resulted in a significant addition of new COVID-19 cases. That's according to Assistant State Official Dr. Joseph Cantor, and he says it's probably because the virus doesn't spread well outside and protesters were wearing masks. He adds, no matter what other mitigation efforts are taken, it's still always best to avoid large crowds. The Louisiana Workforce Commission says over half of the money in the state's unemployment trust fund has been spent during the coronavirus pandemic. LWC Executive Director Ava Dejois says there's growing concern for the fund, which was one time $1 billion. She says it could run dry within 14 weeks. Now the state has paid out $3.5 billion in unemployment benefits. A new report from the CDC indicates pregnant women are more likely to experience symptoms and even be hospitalized for COVID-19. LSU Health New Orleans Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology Assistant Professor Dr. Rebecca Gee says pregnant women are not more likely to die from the virus, though. The study looked at 325,000 women ages 15 to 44 who had tested positive for COVID-19, and of those, 8,200 were pregnant. The state continues its battle with COVID-19 with 845 new cases yesterday. Here's more. LDH also reports 46% of those new cases are among those 29 and younger. And 25% of the new cases came from the Acadiana region. The statewide positivity rate is just shy of 10%. During phase one, the positivity rate was below 5%. Hospitalizations are the highest they've been in over a month, increasing by 22 to 737. It was just three weeks ago when hospitalizations were below 600. Total deaths, 3,091, up by five. I'm Kevin Barnhart. And 4th of July celebrations may have a little bit of changes due to the COVID-19 restrictions, but there are several of them still going on in our area, including the Broussard Fireworks Show at St. Julian Park, Erath 4th of July, Eunice 4th of July, Jennings in Youngsville also hosting celebrations. You can read more about that at kpel965.com. A veteran Louisiana firefighter is charged now after he was detained at the Texas-Mexico border with 150 pounds of marijuana in the toolbox of his truck. The DEA says Michael Monscanto, a firefighter in St. John Parish, he was arrested back on June 17th. The fact that Monscanto was discovered with so much leads authorities to believe the drugs were apparently meant for distribution. And another event that moves online. Now, we can't replicate the smell of the 2020 World Championship Gumbo Cook-Off, but organizers of the event reportedly waited as long as they could before making a decision not to hold an in-person event. 
Yesterday, the event's board of directors opted to make a choice out of concern for public safety and health. They say they're in the, quote, working it out phase of how to make the 2020 event as good as it can be. I'm sure it will still taste good. You're all up to date. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana by the afternoon. High heat index again today sitting in the triple digits and probably there by about noon. We'll see the highs on the thermometer read up to about 92 degrees. Winds from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. 10% chance for a quick passing shower and then 77 for your overnight low. More dust on the way for tomorrow, so expect a hazier day for Wednesday. Going to be hot outside as well. We'll start to see the rain chances creeping back into the forecast by Friday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. Everything is cleared up on the roads of Acadiana. That is good news to report. This traffic update is brought to you by Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Back with more Acadiana's morning news after this. during this time. Chad Romero here yeah, joins morning. us. Yeah. Um, here's a question All right. that is being discussed widely right now on oh. the KPL Facebook page. Uh-oh. Can you ask for a raise at this time during the pandemic? One expert says yes, but you need to consider a few other things first, like how is the company doing? Okay? Maybe you don't, maybe you work for a small business and you know that they're very, you know, barely making payroll. Be conscious of that. But there are some companies that are thriving. The grocery business, for example, thriving. Retail, thriving in some areas. You see Target. I think it was Lowe's who did these temporary pay raises. They're keeping them. You know, they did these temporary oh, raises for people yeah. who were working during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Um, what is your tact for that? Like, if you had someone who is like, let's even take the pandemic out of it. Because mm-hmm. you know what? I have hope we're going to be out of this one day. And um, And even now, even like watching the spikes... I feel like people are already smarter to know and maybe a little bit more accepting about what we need to do. You know, we saw when our numbers dropped off. Now, I don't think we're going to a stay at home order. I also don't think we're going to phase one, mm-hmm. you know, but I think people genu- generally know what we're seeing here, especially right. when you start to look at more and more stats that are coming mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So let's take that out of the mix. When things are back to normal, how do you act- ask for a raise? What's the way to do it? So, I think you should ask for a raise once you've proven yourself as being worthy to the company. I yep. think you got to put in the work first because, look, it's kind of you, you, you don't get the raise and then get the money. The So if you're looking for a raise, make yourself as valuable to that company as possible. Mm-hmm. Take on some extra tasks. Yep. Take on some of this. And look, properly time that raise, right? Maybe now you know, you've seen all your coworkers, maybe a few of them laid off. Right. Don't go ask for a raise in that because you'll be yeah. the next one on the chopping block. Yeah. Um, and a but, lot of these decisions 
are based on like raw numbers. Oh yeah. How much do you cost? Oh yeah. And it's not because you did anything wrong. It's because we have to keep the company operating. That's correct. And the bottom line is everything to these business owners. They're trying to make it, maybe not even keep their lifestyle where it is. They're trying to keep it open and paying their bills. Yeah. Also, one of the more interesting things I heard, um, it was a restaurant owner who said. Look, I mean, really early on, he had to lay off like 90% of the staff at the restaurant because in his mind, he wanted to have something that people could come back to. Right. You know, just one. And it seems really easy, you know, but that's that's what he wanted. A lot of the small businesses around here and that we've talked to, they, they're having to make these tough decisions. And 99% of these decisions are made with the employees in mind. Yep. I know yep. it doesn't seem like it. And I do think the employees recognize that in many cases. I hope they do. You be, know? Be, because it is very tough decisions, right? Cutting back the 401k, losing some benefits first, and then maybe laying off some of the first in, first hires, the, the latest hires, and, you know, saying, hey, we were really growing before, but with the limitations right now, we, like, we can't, we're not going to be able to sustain this for six weeks. So, why don't you go get your unemployment, do what you need to do. Let's see how this plays out over the next eight weeks. Yep. And then we'll be hopefully welcoming you back with open arms and get back moving forward. Because the economy's doing great. The local yep. economy, every we were trucking along, minus the oil stuff, but yeah, you know. Um I thought one of the interesting things that we have seen is some of the sales tax collections in the outlying parishes. So we know Lafayette is like, you know, the estimates were like 35% off. I don't know where that is actually shaken out and, and where we are now. But you look at Vermilion, St. Landry, Acadia, St. Martin, places where a ton of the people who live there actually come in to Lafayette normally, whether it's to be entertained, whether it's for work, All so they're right. coming to business and everything else. Right. Well, now they're spending that money in Abbeville. They're spending it in Brobridge. They're spending it in Opelousas. And so, I mean, minus, I, I know Opelousas is having some issues because of the casino. I mean, that's a, and that's a big part of their base. Right. But... Everything else, I mean, more people were doing those things there, getting takeout from Opelousas restaurants, right? Not you know leaving on a Saturday night and coming down to Lafayette to do things. That's a huge win, at least in the short term. Oh, it sure is. And the, and and look, a lot of those smaller parishes or towns, if you will, probably run on a pretty limited, you know, Just budget. You know, limited libraries, limited police for you know, very strict budgets, if you will. So. Yep. I don't know. I love the local. I'm a local fanatic. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 keeping it local, keeping it real. Um, well, and with, that was with, the, with your neighbors. Yeah, one of the hard things that a lot of people were had been talking about, especially when it comes to the restaurants, is right. you know local versus national. Well, then once you start to break out and you see like, okay, this is a national company here, but they employ local people. Maybe it's a local franchisee. You know, so that even though it is a national brand, it is still a local business, you know? Yeah, there's really a happy balance when it comes to that. I mean, take a Walmart on the extreme level. You know how many people they employ yeah. in the local area? Hey, I want to shout out a business that I was actually really surprised by. All right. So, you know, Caroline and Company moved. They right. moved down to the old uh, building where Paul Michael Company used to be. Right. That's right there um, in River Ranch, mm-hmm. um, right there on Collie Saloon. We popped in there a couple days ago, okay, okay, because we were kind of around in the area, just killing some time. My wife and I, we didn't have kids. I said, why don't we pop in? I want to go see their new store because they used to be right here on Arnold. Right. When I tell you the store has to be 11 to 12 times the size of their previous store, I was actually shocked. I mean, I thought in my mind, I know where you're going to be, but surely you're only going to have like 
maybe half of that suite, maybe not go all the way to the back. Packed, man. It's just, it's packed. Are you serious? It goes all the way. I mean, it's I mean, not the whole width of Paul Michael. You know, it went like, it took up that whole 16 side. 16 blocks, right. But it just goes straight back. I'm telling you, I literally walked out of there and I said, there has to be a million dollars of product in there. Like, there has to be, because there's just all sorts of different cool things. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. But you know what? Once, they another opened, local. I was about to say, another local that opened up at the height that's right. of the pandemic. That's you know? right. There was somewhere else. There was another, was it a restaurant? Somewhere else, like, really kind of, oh, Handy Stop downtown. Oh, that's correct. The, the old grocery store. Yeah. I mean, it opened in the midst of it all. The grand opening was about three weeks ago. Remember, we did our show there yeah. on the Friday. And, um, you know, you probably picked the hardest time. In their mind, they were shooting for April of, you know, of 2020 to coincide with festival. Right. You have a lot of people go see it and everything else, and they're hopping right along. Those, I, I just love those stories. Those business owners who are going to, like, they're probably going to survive. Because well, if they can do it now. If they can do it now. Especially as a new business. Because, mm-hmm. you. You want to try something? I mean, there's a very small success window with any small business. Agreed. Right? Especially around here. The word gets out and you mess two or three things up. Yep. And you don't get it right the first time. But on the other hand, you do two or three things right. Right. Absolutely. It's and on. And people go forever. It's on. Um, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to come back. Okay. One more segment with Chad. All right. Um, and the one thing I want to talk about is how we're different here when it comes to either a bad review, a negative review. With some of these local businesses, a lot of people don't take very well to them, even if the review is legitimate. Yeah. We're going to talk about that coming up and That's why. A great topic. It's just different here. It's just different. All right. We're back with more Acadiana's <laughs> Morning News after this. It's 825. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. Every pet comes with a unique set of hopes and dreams. Will he chase balls? Will she be friendly? Will he catch frisbees? And lifelong wishes. Will Will they they be be healthy? healthy? Start with early and regular visits to your veterinarian for vaccinations and disease protection. Regular exams help diagnose, treat, and prevent serious health problems. Will he love long walks? Will Will they they be be healthy? healthy? See that your new pet grows up healthy and happy. Call your veterinarian today. A message from your local veterinarian. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from KPL965.com. And now making headlines across the country this morning, Jacksonville, Florida is taking further action to stop the spread of the coronavirus as the city prepares to host the Republican National Convention later this summer. As of yesterday, masks now must be worn indoors at all public places. Mayor Lenny Curry had previously opposed making it mandatory to wear a mask. No end date for the requirement has been announced, so it's unclear if the policy will still be in effect when the Republican convention comes to town in August. 16 states have slowed down reopening as coronavirus cases continue to surge. Here's Fox's Jackie Abanez with more. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey shutting down gyms, water parks, movie theaters, and bars. This is the state sees a steady daily increase in new infections with over 3,000 new cases reported Sunday. Los Angeles is closing its beaches for the 4th of July holiday weekend after reporting a record one-day rise with nearly 3,000 new cases. Florida seeing more than 9,500 new cases Saturday and more than 8,500 Sunday. The city of Jacksonville now requiring people to wear masks indoors and in public to help curb the spread. This is a 
group of doctors demand the mayor rethink the convention altogether, writing this, quote, allowing this number of people to descend on Jacksonville is unequivocally provocative of disease, predictably harmful and medically disrespectful to the citizens of this city, much less the rest of the country. That was Jackie Abanez, now Democratic presidential hopeful Joe Biden, expected to blast the president and his handling of the pandemic later on today in an event Fox's Jill Nato reports. Democratic presidential hopeful former Vice President Joe Biden's expected to be speaking somewhere in Wilmington, Delaware later today. His campaign won't say exactly where, but they do say the topic will be Donald Trump's failure to protect the American people, the need to address the growing pandemic, and how to safely and effectively reopen the economy. As for that economic reopening, White House economic advisor Larry Kudlow told reporters Monday. Overwhelming evidence that we're in V-shaped recovery. And even though Biden is ahead of President Trump in most major polls, the president tweeted Monday, polls are a joke. Jill Nato, Fox News. Leading congressional Republicans confirmed Monday that U.S. intelligence agencies have developed information on a Russian military operation aimed at American and allied troops in Afghanistan. But GOP lawmakers said any U.S. response needs to wait until the intelligence agencies review all the material. Some current and former intelligence officials are familiar with reports of Russia offering bounties to kill U.S. and allied troops. They say it's less ambiguous than the White House and some lawmakers have claimed. House Democrats want the Senate to take action on the HEROES Act coronavirus relief bill before the 4th of July break. House Democratic Caucus Chairman Hakeem Jeffries said the White House response to the pandemic has been a, quote, unmitigated disaster. The New York Democrat blasted President Trump, saying he has spent more time playing golf than providing good leadership or wearing a mask. SpaceX is set for another historic launch. A Falcon 9 rocket is set to blast off from Cape Canaveral today in the company's first ever launch as part of a U.S. Space Force mission. The Space Force was created in December, and the rocket in today's launch will carry satellites for military use. A 15-minute launch window begins just before 4 o'clock this afternoon, Easter time. Weather is 60% go. More dust from the Sahara is set to hit the U.S. this week. A plume could reach the Gulf of Mexico by midweek and later spread over the Caribbean and southern states. Louisiana and Texas likely to be hit hard again. The dust traveling from the Sahara Desert has caused hazy skies, poor air quality, and poses a health risk to anyone with a respiratory condition. And finally, the Sundance Film Festival is expanding its outreach amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Director Tabitha Jackson unveiled a two-pronged approach at a memo yesterday. The largest independent film festival in the United States is planning to broaden its Utah programming to run in at least 20 cities and community theaters across the country. Jackson said the full Sundance event will take place in Utah, but the partners will offer complimentary lineups of their own. She also outlined an online component making it more accessible for viewers during the pandemic. 91 degrees are high today. Daniel Phillips has the weather. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana by the afternoon. High heat index again today sitting in the triple digits and probably there by about noon. We'll see the highs on the thermometer read up to about 92 degrees. Winds from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. Temp Make sure sunshine hot and humid across Acadiana again today. Heat index. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. Daniel Phillips, I think he must have missed his medicine today. I don't know he, what happened with that. I think he got choked up. Daniel, let's let's work on that for the next time. All right, time. man. Get it going. By the way, it was actually my fault. Hey, no traffic, by the way, to report. <laughs> um, 
that stalled vehicle still uh, on Ambassador. It's there, but I'm not seeing any backups from it, so it looks like they must have gotten it off the road. Uh, buckle up and keep it safe out there. It's 830. other places that have done the behind the kitchen door yeah. segments. Houston is sort of where it started. It was an investigative reporter. Um, you know, remember they used to have those like in the 90s? Not, ooh, investigations were huge. Yeah. Then like as we we move further down the road now, fast forward to 2020, they're way too expensive. Yeah. The reporters that you have don't know, in many cases, the community enough to find investigative pieces <sighs> or sources. I worked with a great investigative reporter. His name is Steve Noviello, who is also a consumer reporter. So it fit well together. Yeah, you know, it's a good mess. When you talk about scams and different things like that, right. especially when you deal with companies scamming people, you know, that's that's oh, yeah. like the worlds collide. That's right. Um, anyway, shout out Steve. He's cool. He, he works for all the Fox stations around the country. So you might have seen his reports on uh, Fox 15 here yeah. or something. Um, anyway, so... Those will not work here. When you talk about things like behind the kitchen door, I just don't think it would ever work out here because we were sort of talking in the break and there are just some businesses that I think are beyond their customers caring what their health code ranking is. Now, of course, you can't be sure open okay. if it's terrible. Right. But I mean, you know, some of these things I've heard restaurant owners tell me about, like the backflow, backflow preventer or that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, you'll get a, a failing grade for something like that to get that fixed, and then it'll be right, you know? But if, yeah, you've got to be very careful. You will, whoever complains, you will oh. now be the target. Yes. If you complain about my favorite restaurant. Yes. Like, it's on. You tell me my favorite restaurant has rats on the floor. Don't care. I'm probably going to say, well, well guys, now, now wait under a control, minute. but I'll be there on Thursday. Right. For lunch. In my regular table. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See y'all Friday. Y'all just make sure y'all keep my table yeah. clean. So y'all took care of that? Okay, yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. I knew y'all would. It just wouldn't work here. It's just the law. Now, does it have to do with loyalty? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm is that the big, I think that's the big thing. I think we're really loyal here. Like, really but, loyal. But also. To a fault almost. We almost feel sometimes, I think, that, you know, like a restaurant kind of defines us. I remember when Gidry's Reef closed. And people were furious that it closed. Oh, yeah. And then you start to ask questions and say, well, when was the last time you went? And they're like, eh, 15 years ago. But, well, then it, But it almost didn't matter. Yes, because you I just assume it's always going to be there. Pissed off as, it, as I if I went there yesterday. I go there every week. <laughs> you closed my favorite. When was the last time? Yeah. But, but, but you have to support restaurants if you want them to stay open. Oh, absolutely. You know? This conversation came up um, when I was kind of reading through the comments because you ever want to get lost you go into the facebook comments on a story and um and i was watching the jamie bajron story as it was sort of playing out last week you Mm -hmm. know you had the news from acadian then he responded and um and it's since sort of responded he has shirts on his website you're fired 2020 i mean just just different things and you know i look at it because that's what some of the comments i was seeing was well who's even going to go to his shows anymore who's even going to do this um you know, XYZ festivals never going to book him again. And I, I was just, I don't necessarily believe that's true. I mean, I think you live in an area where people's feelings of nostalgia towards things and someone who's been such a regular, you know, 
since since he's been playing shows, you've seen him somewhere, whether it was a festival oh, oh, or, or somewhere else. You've seen him. And, you know, not to say, you know, I don't know if it's, it's neither here nor there or indifferent, you know? Right. About what the posts were even about. Right. I feel like it gets to a point where you're just a constant, you know? Yeah. People feel the same way about, like, some Woody Allen movies. Like, can they still watch the movies, even though right. he seems like a big old creepster? Right. A lot of people say yes, because we like Woody Allen movies. Right. You know, it's kind of the same thing to me. We know there was a, a show this past weekend at, at Cowboys. There are people there. It seems like, by and large, the opinion on social media is that, you know, if that's not what you meant, it's not what you meant. And we know you, so if that's not what you meant, we'll we're, take your word for it. I mean, we're good, right? Yeah. So that's know. a very and look. I think our you kind of said it earlier. Our, our area is very unique in in that type of staple because I think we truly feel it's part of us. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Like, like that restaurant's a part of it. I don't know the owner. I don't know anybody that works there. But uh-huh. go say something bad about it. I'm on you. It's like, like I'm gonna. I can pick like on my that's, brother. That's my you, talk to my, you, you don't talk about my you brother. Can't, that, you I, can't. You can't. I 100 agree with that. You know, um, it's an interesting dynamic, and I think there are a lot of places. Now we've had conversations on the show before that say the reason it's like that here is because from the very start the Acadians had to overcome so much. They had to, you know, come down here from Nova Scotia. They had to learn how to farm. They had to, you know, deal with the soil and and different things that weren't what they were used to and weren't ideal. So by design, a lot of people think it's why we are so resilient because it's just in, in the blood of the people who are from here. It's just, it's just sort of worked its way into culture. I think it's the, margaritas. it's almost like waited out. It's the margaritas, it's the margaritas. I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sit mar- down, have a margarita. margarita. That was one of the first things I'll, hands down. The first alcoholic beverage I had had in like, a month and a half after coronavirus started was from Legends. Really? Legends drive-thru when they had the festival punch, which oh, is amazing. Yeah. And people were like, you wouldn't pick that up at the drive-thru? Yes. Yes, indeed. This is Louisiana. You know? It's great. But it also, going back to things that feel comfortable, it's also something else that's comfortable. That's a very good topic. I'm going to uh, talk about that some more. Yeah. Maybe next time you're on. Yeah. You got to get out of here right now. Though. Yeah, I got to go. Thanks for coming in. Later. Tomorrow's Winging It Wednesday. Thanks for having me. Be listening. Who's on? Do you know? Check. You know, Bernie Bernie did all my scheduling. She's the best. You have no idea. She's not even here this this week, but she did everything. Let's it's see. All right. Oh, gosh. No. Stafford. Oh, I'm not listening. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Sorry, Stafford. I'm just messing with uh, you. Yeah, Stafford will be no. here tomorrow. I guess. I'll call Great and confirm with him. Yeah. So. All right, then. Later. 8.40 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL. Coming up, a segment from Tucker Carlson from last night. A lot of people are talking about. And the conversation about policing and what Congress is going to do about it. Tucker went toe-to-toe with a GOP congressman who had a lot to say about what he thinks Congress needs to do and what we need to do law-wise in our country. We're back with more Acadiana's Morning News after this. The Rush Morning Update is brought to you by Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Book your next traveling party at LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. An eighth grade student in New York City has written an op-ed in the New York Times that I cannot believe they ran. 13-year-old Veronique Mintz says that she's learning more with distance learning, like at home, than she did when her school was open. 
Now, she says that before the coronavirus lockdown, she had to put up with other students talking out of turn every day. Uh, they destroyed classroom materials, openly disrespected the teachers. They blurted out answers during tests. She says that other students regularly pushed and kicked and hit each other. And that was life in her middle school every single day. Now, she wrote about the problems with so-called collaborative learning, which she says accounts for 80% of classroom work in her school. It's done in groups. Dedicated students have to try to make the unmotivated kids finish assignments and behave. But distance learning has allowed Ms. Mintz to take control of her own studies. She can now focus on her work and is not being held back by the losers. Ms. Mintz, I want to thank you. You have single-handedly explained why so many parents in New York and in other blue cities want school choice. They want a say in where they send their kids to school so they won't have to put up with what you've been forced to put up with every day until the coronavirus saved you. How about that? Folks, it is once again my privilege to join Mahindra in honoring those who have so bravely served our country. It's time for the seventh annual Mahindra Military Salute Giveaway. To celebrate our Independence Day, the 4th of July, we will randomly select one deserving service member to receive a new Mahindra 4540 four-wheel drive tractor. It's a real deal. Tough as nails. Compact utility tractor with an impressive loader and three-point lift capacities. So help us find a brave American to receive this rugged Mahindra. To nominate somebody who is active duty or a veteran of the military and to get official rules, visit RushLimbaugh.com and look for the Mahindra Military Salute Giveaway. Thanks to Mahindra, the official tractor of tough. And God bless all of you who protect our freedom. Take advantage of rock bottom prices and great financing on new Mahindra subcompact, compact, or utility tractors or Mahindra utility vehicles. To find your dealer and test drive a Mahindra, please visit WhyMahindra.com. Here for you in times of uncertainty. Tracking coronavirus, I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on this Town Square Media Station. Team you can rely on even on the darkest days. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news and information update. We're working for you on air, behind the scenes every single day. We're following a potential hazmat situation on I-10 this morning. As you get out and hit the road, Bernie's got the information you need to know. Your radio home for news and information for more than 60 years. You know, it's everything I need in the morning. News Talk 90. 65 KPL. This portion of Acadiana's Morning News is brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard with your FICO credit score, even if you're not a customer. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. As you've seen in excruciating detail, no institution in American life has come under more ferocious attack from the mob than local police departments. In Minneapolis, police are being abolished entirely. In Los Angeles and New York, their funding is being slashed dramatically. In cities around the country, monuments to the police are being vandalized or ripped down. In the city of Atlanta, Officer Garrett Rawl faces the death penalty for shooting a man called Rayshard Brooks after Rayshard Brooks stole his taser and fired it at him. So what are Republican office holders doing in the face of this unprecedented attack on our laws and on public safety itself? Well, not a lot. Few have stepped up to defend the police from totally bogus accusations of, quote, systemic racism. Some are repeating that slur. 
One Republican, though, has gone farther than that. As we told you last week, Senator Mike Braun of Indiana has introduced legislation to make it easier for left-wing activists to sue police officers. We must do this, Senator Braun explained, in part because Rayshard Brooks's death was egregious. I wanted to put a template out there that protects law enforcement from frivolous lawsuits, but holds the egregious departments and individuals accountable uh, in these egregious you know, instances of a George Floyd, a Rayshard Brooks, a Breonna Taylor. In case you suspect we somehow selectively edited that clip, here's Republican Senator Braun going all the way in endorsing Black Lives Matter. You support the, the Black Lives Matter movement. I support that movement because it's uh, addressing an inequity that has not been solved, uh, you know, from a grassroots level. After our segment on Thursday, Senator Braun asked to come on this show to detail his position. Of course, we're happy to have him. Senator Braun, thanks so much for coming on. Before I ask you about qualified immunity and your attempts to water it down, I was very surprised by that endorsement that you gave on camera of Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter has, of course, called for the murder of police officers. Why do you support it? And are there any other race-specific revolutionary movements that you support? So, Tucker, thanks for having me on in the first place. I know when you uh, came out, and I like it when somebody does challenge, especially something like this, when you're talking about changing something that's been around for a while. And, Tucker, I come from Main Street. Uh, your uh, viewers are my supporters, and I've got one of the most conservative voting records. No, that's true. Okay. You'd have to check with them, just like I checked with the Indiana State Police, Indiana Sheriff's Association. Fraternal Order Police spent over an hour with them last week to make sure I wasn't off base. And here's where I come from. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm confused really quick. Hold on, you're, you're off base in your support of Black Lives Matter, your endorsement that you just gave? Have you read their website? Or are you in no, favor of I, abolishing the nuclear family? What, what do you support exactly no, in the Black Lives No, I'm not Lives at movement? all. What does that I, mean? I, okay. I support anybody that does have a grievance to be able to air it. And that's it. Uh, that doesn't mean all lives don't matter. It just means that if you think a certain sector of society has a grievance, it ought to be through transparency and the willingness to debate it and get it out there. I'm going to always go on the merits of the particular case. And going back to what I learned last week, first of all, uh, law enforcement in Indiana thought was talking about eliminating it or drastically modifying it. This was to, to find that sweet spot to where they said they are being unduly stigmatized because of these events, because in some cases, their own aren't held accountable. And when they knew that, they basically said, we need to be in the discussion. Look how we got rolled with Obamacare when we refused wait, wait, to discuss wait, wait, it on, 10 on, years ago. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We just showed yeah. tape of you, Senator, saying that we need to pull back, we need to make it easier to sue the police because of, quote, egregious incidents like the death of Rayshard Brooks. You said you wanted to speak about specifics. Do you believe that he was killed unjustly? Do you believe Officer Rolfe deserves the death penalty, which he now faces? What did you mean by that? Please. I believe you ought to have the ability to, uh, just like when anyone's civil rights would be violated, that you've got access to uh, due process, to have your case well, heard. But they do. That, but they well, do they have do. that right. Qualified immunity, hold on. Qualified immunity has nothing to do with that case. 
He's been charged. They have the right to sue him under qualified immunity, as you know, since you're writing the, the change to the law. So that's irrelevant. I'm asking about the case you cited it. Do you believe that the officer now facing the death penalty deserves to face the death penalty? And if you don't, tell us what he should have done. I think that that's going to be determined by the court. And when it comes you to that civil... You cited it. So what do you, wait, hold on. You cited it. What do you think of it? You're the one who called it egregious, so why don't you tell us what I Officer think Ross should have done when this man fired a taser at him? What do you think? I think that uh, you probably should have had the judgment that in a, a traffic stop like that, you don't shoot somebody in the back. So uh, if we keep doing okay. that... So let what me should he... Your, have, wait, hold me, on. Let, hold on. No, no, no. I want you to explain. I think it's fair. You're an office holder. I don't normally press people like this, but it's not fair for you to filibuster without answering my question, which is very simple. The officer facing the death penalty had a guy fire a weapon at him. What should he have done then? Probably not have killed the guy. And that'll come out So what out should he have done? Court. He no, should have probably not. You're the not. saying it's egregious. Let him go. He, he sh Do you think he was going to get away? Uh, they were going to find I, him. You tell me. You tell me. You're the one judging the officer. So maybe that, you could explain why you're judging him. Uh, Tucker, that'll all come out in the court process. And all I'm saying, let me finish this. If we don't get better at it, for all of us on Main Street, Democrats are going to spin it. Uh, Chuck Schumer's already decided he can make hay of this in the election, and we'll end up on the short side of it again. If you're wanting to say Who controls absolutely, the Senate? does Chuck Schumer control it? I thought Republicans controlled the Senate. And you so you're taking six, your cues you, from Chuck Schumer? You you're saying 60, Chuck Schumer might criticize me, therefore I have to pass a law that makes it easier to sue police? Tucker, Okay. You know you have to have 60 votes in the Senate to get anything done. You can check my record. Yeah, they're about I'll to change that when it. they take over. And even law okay. enforcement in Indiana thinks that in some of these cases, it's giving them a bad name and bad apples. Ought to be, uh, there ought to be due process there for the victim. So what law and enforcement groups are endorsing your bill? They're not endorsing it, but they said it was a good oh. template to work from. Well, why so. aren't they endorsing it then? You've cited them twice as supporters of this idea, but they're not endorsing your bill, so they don't actually support it. So why are you bringing them up as they evidence think it's that a, it's a good idea? They think it's a better idea to be in the discussion than be outside of it. But if you care what they think, why don't you write something they'll endorse? And that doesn't necessarily mean we won't get there. That's not going to be done today. The Democrats now think they can win with it in the election, and that's why we needed to be engaged now in a way that would have kept it on so the table. So you need to write a bill that law enforcement won't endorse. The country's burning, not because cops are burning it down, but because the mob is. But you think the morally culpable party is the police, so you're making it easier for left-wing groups to sue them. Am I missing something? You are missing it, but you're trying to put words in my mouth. I don't think no, you not can justify any of the looting, any of the rioting, and if you don't address the underlying issue, do you think it's going to fix itself on its own? Do you think it's going to get better? Do you think the underlying Probably issue not. is Rayshard Brooks being shot? Is it, so you're telling me that what's happening now is the result of police behavior. It's the police. It's the fault of the police. That's what you're saying. Because you call no, it the underlying saying, issue. What they're getting by with on the other side is trying to generalize on the specific and they'll get away with it if we decide to do nothing. That's just a general disagreement and approach. What about, believe, are you making it easier for business owners to sue the mob for burning their businesses down? I haven't noticed that bill coming out of the Senate. <laughs> hey, if we're not in the discussion, Tucker, we're going to be on the sidelines like we are on so many issues as conservatives because we fail to engage and they run circles around okay. us in the end run. 
you think you're going to keep the Senate in the fall on this platform? I think we're going to keep the Senate if we uh, at least are willing to engage in issues that are important to the American public and that we don't always stand on the sidelines until it's too late. It's more about yeah, when I, I you get involved in the issue. issue. I don't think the public supports you at all on this. I'm, I'm with I respect, think, I just don't. I, I think, think law enforcement right I think law enforcement knows they need to have a better system than what they got now because it's stigmatizing right. them unduly. Okay. Senator Brown, thanks for joining us tonight. I appreciate it. You bet. Louisiana Association of Broadcasters Prestige Award winner because of you. Thanks for listening to News Talk 96.5, Cave Hill. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. Simon Property Group says it has only five malls that are still closed and it plans to reopen them in the next week. It says many tenants are reporting better than expected sales. Biotech company Inovio is reporting progress in tests of a vaccine for the coronavirus with no serious side effects. Plans another trial of the vaccine this summer. ConAgra's business is stronger than expected. It makes many popular foods, including Duncan Hines, Healthy Choice Hunts, and Marie Callender. Its earnings top forecast and ConAgra's demand for its products continues to be strong. CEO Sean Connolly says the company clearly benefited from increased at-home eating. He says many consumers tried its modernized products for the first time. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda. Invested in you. We started Untuck It to create the perfect untucked shirts, but we had other great ideas too, like super comfortable polos and short sleeve shirts that come out of the dryer looking crisp and wrinkle free. Today, save 25% on all short sleeve button downs and polos, including wrinkle free and sweat wicking performance. So even when it's hot in the shade, you'll feel cool and dry in an Untuck It shirt. Don't miss your chance to save 25% on all short sleeve styles today at your local Untuck It store and at Untuck they have gotten the briefing they demanded. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. House Democrats have left the White House and just said it was inadequate on the reports about Russia targeting Americans in Afghanistan. Majority Leader Steny Hoyer a moment ago said he wants a full congressional briefing and he disagrees with President Trump who called it a hoax. And the president said he wasn't aware of that intelligence. Fox's Rachel Sutherland has more live. Dave, yeah, the White House says President Trump was not briefed on intelligence suggesting Russia put bounties on U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan. National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien is blasting the government officials who leaked the information, saying their actions endangered national security. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy told Fox and Friends. But the idea of leaking information, not even knowing whether it's true or not in the process, and playing it out in politics is dangerous to all Americans who serve in our military. The New York Times reports the intelligence was given to the president in written form. Dave? Rachel, the European Union, recovering from the coronavirus, has opened its borders back up to 14 countries. The U.S., not among them. As the virus surges in the South and West, it's been infecting many more younger Americans. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar told Fox Business. You've got to assess not just your own vulnerability, but the vulnerability of those in your household. More than a dozen states are pausing reopenings or closing places back up. Arizona's governor shutting bars and gyms and movie theaters. His fellow Republican who represents the state in Congress, Andy Biggs, told Fox Business he doesn't agree with that order. We're down by 50% over the last two weeks in hospitalizations. Our Fatality rate is down by 50% over the last few weeks. A Hollywood legend has died. 
Carl Reiner. He created and produced and acted in The Dick Van Dyke Show and co-wrote or directed movies including The Jerk, Oh God, All of Me. His son Rob also became a famous movie director. Carl Reiner was 98. America's listening to Fox News. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-489-6985. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-489-6985 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-489-6985 to see if you qualify. That's 800-489-6985. Mostly sunny skies out there through the afternoon today. It is going to be another hot one. We'll see those temperatures work their way into the lower 90s. That heat index going to be sitting in the triple digits and we'll probably be there by about lunchtime later on this afternoon. Winds are going to be from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. 10% chance for maybe a quick brief passing shower, but those are going to be few and far between. As we go overnight tonight, we will see those temperatures drop down to around 77 degrees and the winds will be calming down as well. Dust on the way for tomorrow, so it's going to be a little bit hazier out there for your Wednesday. It should start to lift down to the region by Thursday and shower is going to be returning to the forecast on Friday. Looks like a front going to be stalling just offshore, which will keep the doors open for showers throughout the course of the weekend and into next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5.